This week on the Chicago Geocache Podcast, we are live from West, West Bend. West Bend, Wisconsin. We are live right now outside looking at everybody. <laughs> live from West Bend. Yes. Uh, we've got caches we've done since the last episode. Yes, we do. We've got milestones. We have milestones. We have a bunch of news. We do. We have bomb scares. Even. We have, uh, hey, there's Pam. We have a couple of, yes, the president of Gonal, right? So yeah. see. We've got uh, a couple of interviews uh, from uh, people we've seen here in West Bend. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. we do. And we've got a question to show why. Yes, we do. All right, guys. We are live from West Bend. Uh, anything can happen, you know, when a live show from West Bend and, and there's Supper Club here. So uh, yeah. anything can happen, guys. So uh, sit back. It's going to be a good show. Supper Club. everybody, welcome to the 86th episode of the Chicago Geocacher podcast for Saturday, August 10th, 2012. We're here in beautiful West Bend, Wisconsin! That's right, I'm Walt Grogan, and with me as always is the guy who actually got up early to come to West Bend, Scott Fox! Hey, 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 how you doing Actually, not tonight. It's actually today. It is today. It's a beautiful day here I in know. Wisconsin. We only only got started half an hour late. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 10.30 in the a.m., dude. What, yes. time, what time did I show up to you today? Uh, you got there about 7.40. 7.40? Yeah, 7.40. Dude, that was You a said you were going to be here between 7 and 7.30, that's so that wasn't bad. too bad. That's, that's, that's pretty that close, dude. Yeah, but we're back here at beautiful West Bend, Wisconsin. Yes, our what? Third, the our annual, third year? Our third year, year in a row. Yeah, third yeah, year in a row. Craig actually had us back for another year. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. He never learned. I know. Why. I know. He never you know, learned. And we've seen a lot of uh, a lot of our friends, including a lot of our Wisconsin friends already. Yes. Yeah, it's been, yes. It's been, a, it's been a great day so far. Yeah, it's nice to see all these people yeah. come out. Thank you, everybody, Absolutely. for coming out to, uh, I see, to uh, see the show. What, are you going to play uh, Romper Room? Oh, sure. I see Tom Eagle, 55, <laughs> and uh, somebody that... That he's married to. Poor and, Tom. Um, poor Mary. Mary, you poor thing. <laughs> and then there's uh, Dina Works over there. Dina Works. And, and I see us, Goss, yes. over there. A former uh, yeah. guest host of the show. Yeah, and the Geek Boys back there. Yeah. Wheels is over here, another former yeah. guest, uh, guest yeah, host absolutely. of the show. Charge Man and Carol B. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure so, people will filter uh, in and out. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, guys, so we got a good show for you today. Uh, coming live oh, from West and Bend. We have to thank uh, we have to thank two people right off the bat. We have to thank uh, Mikey B for bringing us some supper club in cans. Yes, and absolutely. we also have to thank Scrappy Scout for bringing us supper club in bottles. Yes, and not only that, but Mikey B actually brought us a, uh, a thermos. A thermos. So not oh, a thermos, thermos, a cooler, a, a cooler with yeah, ice. Cooler. So we actually have cold supper club for a change, rather than. Uh, than just warm supper club like we had last year. We yeah. actually have cold supper club. That's there. right. Nothing like drinking at ten forty in the morning. That's why I had to go to McDonald's first to. Uh, I didn't even eat. They weren't, in even, they, weren't even, they weren't even serving lunch yet. I was eating. Br- I, I didn't want breakfast. I didn't yeah. want to like take the chance of that. I know. Well, I had to have something in my stomach before uh, <laughs> before I started drinking supper. Yeah, hey, I'm going. I'm going empty stomach uh, supper mm-hmm. clubbing. So. Uh, 
Oh, well. The show could get frisky. Well, we'll right. probably be going to Toucan after the, uh, after right? the show. Right? Uh, that's a staple yeah, for us. Absolutely. We go to Toucan. Yeah, got to get the cheeseburger and the fries. Yes, right. Absolutely. All right, so that's our plug for Toucan <laughs> up here in West Bend. <laughs> Woo! What is on your hand there, Wally? Uh, this is our, our good buddy Sid. Uh, that's it. That's it. That's, out of all, that's what Sid looks like? That's right, Scott. <laughs> That's what I'm Why are like? you actually putting the puppet up to the mic is the question. <laughs> I, I have to get in close to the mic You're when I talk. You're actually putting the puppet up to the mic. I'm not a puppet, Scott. That's very, very, <laughs> very racist. <laughs> what I've come to expect oh, from you. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> you actually put the puppet. So since an actual, since a rabbit. That's right. I never knew Sid was a rabbit. That's right. I'm a bunny rabbit. <laughs> really? That's right. Sid's a British bunny rabbit? We, you know, we started in England. Yes. And then we migrated over here. What the bunnies? Yes. The bunnies migrated from England. Sure, we got we got on a couple of the boats. <laughs> Came over. <laughs> All right, with that, guys, we're gonna move the show right along because we got a lot to get through today. Yeah. Um, give us one second. We're gonna take a little break. Give us one second. All right, Wally, for the 86th time. That's right, 86. My good man, 86. 86 times, well, that's right. For the live West Bend caches you've done, I hope you've done something. I've done, I've done a since few. Since the last episode. Not a lot, but I've done well, a few. again, dude, what are you doing with your time? I'm just, you know, chilling out, running around, good trying Lord, to lose man. some weight, you know? Good How much weight have you lost? Uh, I've lost about 25 pounds. That's amazing. I know. Look at you, you're a slim buck right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I have I to take another. I, I love what I can make Walt speechless. It doesn't happen very often, but when it does, slug of water. <laughs> Scott, I wouldn't mind. You know, you didn't offer to me. <laughs> it's 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 purely the supper club talking, Walt. <laughs> they can't mm-hmm. get away from that. Hey, look, there's McNabb and Foxy Stevie out there. <laughs> Hi. Yes. Hi. All right, Walt. Cashes you've done, Walt. What do you say? All right. All right, I'm going to kick it off with... Uh, Dina's like right over there and she's texting me. <laughs> you're like right there. I want to see what you're doing. I'm, I'm a little embarrassed about getting close to the microphone. <laughs> Wait, she took a pic. Oh, she's taking it. She already took pictures. Of, she's sending me pictures. Thank you, Dina. Um, you're very kind. All right, so we're going to kick it off with GC2P89. Yes. There was a dream Wait, that was... Wait, 89 or 189? 8- T as in uh, Tickle. Or nine. Tom and Mary. Tom and Mary, that's right. Yes. Well, there's Tom, really. There's just Tom, there's no Eagle. Mary. Is there a Mary? I don't know. I, I, see, know. I see a woman. Well, he's separated now from Mary by uh, Aaron over there. Oh, yes. there. I, I had to add by Aaron, otherwise <laughs> I would have gotten in trouble. Wait, you say Cody Dog? Well, no, I mean that they were separated. <laughs> uh, all right. Go there, ahead. There Continue. Was a, there was a dream that was Rome by Schuin out in beautiful Chicago, Illinois, over in the... Uh, <coughs> south Loop area, south of uh, uh, Roosevelt Road. It's a very nice little. So are you going to uh, hold that puppet up the whole time you're talking? By the way, what? Just out of curiosity. Scott, I'm, I'm again. <laughs> I don't like this puppet nonsense. Oh, good lord! Um, so there was a dream that was uh, uh, that was Rome by Schuin out in good old Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. What's nice is another park cache, but. What was mm-hmm. interesting was the way they had placed the magnetic key holder. Spoiler, spoiler alert, everyone. <laughs> uh, the uh, magnetic key holder uh, for uh, uh, this one, but uh, it's got a nice, it's got nice columns in the entrance, and mm-hmm. very, very nice, very nice, uh, very nicely uh, chosen location. Mm-hmm. There was a dream that was Rome by Schuin out in beautiful Chicago, Illinois. That's GC two P eighteen nine. 
there was a dream that was Rome. Okay. Next up, yeah. Battle of Fort Dearborn Park. Excuse me, Battle of Fort Dearborn Park, GC, 4C, FC6. Again, out in beautiful Chicago, Illinois by Siler C. Siler C. put this one out there. There's a uh, nice little plaque uh, that describes the Battle of Fort Dearborn mm-hmm. over again in the South Loop. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to learn a little bit of history um, mm. about... Um, did, you learn, did you learn a little bit of history? I, you know, honestly, I didn't really even read the sign. <laughs> But, but Dude, plaque, you always read the plaque. I know. That's the rule of plaques. I know. You always read the plaque. I, you know, Shame I have, on I you. I have a lot of plaque buildup. So Shame I, on you. You always read the plaque. I understand. Oh, oh I know. Oh. Even Sid, even Sid is oh. embarrassed. Look, Scott. Oh, look at how okay. embarrassed Sid is. <laughs> you right. always read the plaque. That's the Battle of Fort Dearborn Park by Siler C. in beautiful Chicago, Illinois. Uh-huh. Next up, uh, GC, M-W-Z-H, Pompeii, Wisconsin. That's oh, right, a Wisconsin oh, guest. Right. Wisconsin! Oh. Really? I'm going to take that bunny. I'm going to throw it into the crowd. <laughs> Scott, that's not very nice at all. Continue. I have a story coming up, too. I want oh, okay. you to know. All right. All that's right. why I'm well, here. I'll hear the story. All right. Um, Pompeii, Wisconsin uh-huh. by Uncle Fun. Uncle Fun? Out in beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Home of the Milwaukee Brewers. Mm-hmm. And the Safe House. And Supper Club. And Supper Well, no. Well, a little bit outside. But I, I'd say the metropolitan area. Actually, actually, I think uh, Capital Brewery is outside of Madison. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Pompeii, Wisconsin by Uncle Fun in good old Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, this is one, this one's a kind of interesting one. I like when caches are kind of like out in the open, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a um, it's it's kind of a bench hide, but but not like your traditional bench hide. So it was it was an interesting one. Pompeii, Wisconsin. Kind of a what does kind of a bench hide mean? Well, because it's not a, it wasn't a metal bench. So but it was hidden on the bench. Okay. So that's what I mean by that. Okay. Fair enough. Nice burp. Hey and hey, we're being visited by Aaron Cody Dog. What's up, big guy? Bark. <laughs> He's got all his path tags with him. Oh, I got one for you, Aaron. Yeah, look at that. He's got a path. Well, I think, I, I'm sure Glenn is. Did you get a Mogul one? I got a Mogul one, too. Did you get one? In Mogul? Oh. All right. They're, they're holding a very private conversation on this podcast. Continue, Walt. Continue. That's right. I don't There's, know what's with the bunny either. He doesn't <laughs> really care about listening to what Walt has to say. I, I sure I do. I care. No, I he care. doesn't. All right, um, so that was that's actually it for my recent caches. Uh, Pompeii, Wisconsin by Uncle Fun, and Battle Fort Dearborn Park by Siler C. And there was a dream that was roamed by Shuin. But that brings me to my topper cache. That's right. Well, it's, it's time for a topper well, cache. Slowly going bye bye. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're losing it. Well, what, do you, what do you mean? You got a it on your hand. <laughs> I told you I don't like that. Nomenclature, Scott. Walt slowly going bye bye. All right. Um, so, top, Scott, for our listeners who aren't listening. Oh, shit. Right. Okay. For our listeners who aren't listening, could you please tell us what a topper cache is? Sure, Wally. A topper cache is a cache Scott and done previously in a caching core that was remarkable. It's called a topper cache because the cache or topper cat recommended not only caches we not only talk about recently, but caches we've done in the past. Hence the name Topper Cache. That's right. So my topper cache is Gojira. Sorry, hold on. I'm talking what? to Craig. Hold on. 20 minutes. Yeah. Come on. 
Thanks, Craig. I'll give them give when, when, when we're done with this. We'll oh, I see. All yeah. right. All right. That sounds, that sounds fine with me. No Good. one cleared it with me. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's, uh, <coughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's Craig, the... Uh, the, the Grandmaster of the <laughs> West Bend Cash Bash here yes. in beautiful West Bend, Wisconsin. Yeah, the big guy, the, chamber, That's right. the, the president of That's the Chamber right. of Commerce, I think he, he is. He, he's the one that actually allows us on the main stage. And <laughs> no one no one knows this unless you're actually here at West Bend, Yes, but he wears a crown. <laughs> he has a crown. And not only that guy, he's the president of the Chamber of Commerce, the That's guy who right. invited us to West Bend. I just shoot away. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right, and he didn't even—he didn't even bat an eye. He, he didn't, didn't, like, he he didn't d- give you the finger or nothing. He didn't take his scepter and crack you over the head with it. <laughs> shoot him away! <laughs> shoot him away! That's right. Somebody, somebody comes over to the table and oh, says, God. "Hey, do you guys need more? Do you need chairs and a table?" And I go to Scott. Scott, what do you what do you think? Do we? Oh no, I'm too busy talking to Daryl Wattenberg. <laughs> not that not that there's anything wrong with talking to you, Daryl. It's just that we're trying to get, like, trying to get he's not set the, up. Daryl Wattenberg. He's not the queen of podcasts. He's not. The king, because what? the king is Sunny and Sandy. I, I didn't I'd say you're the queen, Daryl. You're the queen of podcast of geocaching right. podcast. All right, so now Daryl is now. We're, we're obviously known. We're, we're obviously the fucking yes. jesters of it, but you're the, the queen. queen. <laughs> the queen. We'll have Daryl on in, in, a, in a couple of minutes. We're gonna get try and get Daryl on today uh, as well today because Daryl obviously has made yeah. his mark in the uh, geocaching podcast community. That is correct. But uh, while I continue really quick, all right. Uh, did you tell us what a topper cache is? I did say. It. I, right. I, did, I didn't sure. screw it up too. I actually right. did it for a change. Yeah. All right. So my cop- topper cache is Gojira by oh. Topper Cat. So what, what was it? God bless you. What the hell? Gojira, is which is the Japanese. Why you gotta be uh, racist with that? With that Japanese I racist just, I, way you say that? That's the way you say it. You say Gojira. Racist. I'm like, Gojira. That's, that's oh, right. Oh, me. Gojira. Um, I think right. I've done that. That's by you, isn't that? Uh, in, in, uh, no, that's Topper Cat. Oh, it's, oh, it's Topper, Topper Cat. Cat. Yeah. I just thought it would be appropriate here at West Bend to have a Topper Cash that was by Topper Cat. Oh. So that is GC2GRXG. He actually, he, he actually, he actually entered this week's podcast. Uh, he did? Contest, by he the did? He, he entered did. It? Well, well they, we're not doing the contest until next week. So. Well, what's, what's interesting is um, that uh, this cash called Gojira, he had to actually do maintenance of it and he couldn't find his own cash. <laughs> that, that's that's the interesting part of uh, that Gojira story because it's a hard cash to find. Yeah. It is Oh hello. How are you? Oh, let's see, uh, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this is a geocache bingo. Oh the bingo. Owns more than a hundred geocoins. Oh Aaron, where's Aaron? Aaron. Dog? He's not around. Oh he left he he has like Ten thousand geocoins. I don't know where my pen is. I, mean, uh, I, 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 can, I can do one of those. Give me, give me is geocaching below yeah. zero weather? Are you geocaching below absolute, zero absolute, weather, Scott? No, no. There's one good one that's hard to get. That I uh, which one is it? Give me it. Let me see. Hold oh, on. Oh, hello. Won a cash prize at Cash Bash. <laughs> um, which one is it? Uh, uh, da, 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 da. There was a. Uh, I have a, I have an FTF out in my home state. I got that one there. There you go. I don't know. There we go. All right. Here you go, honey. All right. Thank you. I might have one here. Oh, you got one too? Here you go. Uh, oh, yes. I almost got skunked by a skunk while geocaching. <laughs> sure. Who hasn't? Is that beef jerky over there? You got beef jerky over there? Is that what I'm saying? Sorry, guys. Geek boy from Illinois has got some beef. Is this beef jerky? There you go. Beef jerky and beer at 11 o'clock in the morning. Before 11. Oh, good Lord. What's this? What kind is this? What's up? Honey ham? Oh, my gosh. Not bad. Ooh, that's scary. We go. Continue. What? It's scary. They 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 spotted the porcupine in the tree. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. 
Get back to it, you. Okay, well, really quickly. Yeah. You got to have a pair of balls on you <laughs> to see two guys podcasting. <laughs> we're literally recording and to walk up and be like, fuck it, go ask him for the card. <laughs> yeah, but do you like how I handled it all as the rabbit? <laughs> I didn't even do it as me. I was because if like, you're gonna fuck with my podcast, I'm, I'm talking to you as a rabbit. <laughs> That's right. I didn't even look at them. I was just like, oh, hello. Let's see what's on here. I mean, who has the balls? That's right. Well, sorry, hey, you're teaching them well. Yeah, I know. It was a cute little, you know, what, twelve year old girl. Mm-hmm. Well, continue. All right. Um, wow. So that's my cashier's show, Gojira by Topper Cat out in beautiful Arlington. No, that was your Topper Cashier's show, not your cashier's show. Oh, that was my Topper Cashier's show. Yes. Yeah. And now it's time for my cash of the show. Okay. And my cash of the show is Bottomer Log Cabin Historical Landmark <laughs> by Auntie Nay with assistance from Mesa in beautiful Greenfield. Well, you're a bottomer, aren't you? I do. I Top and bottomer. <laughs> uh, Greenfield, Wisconsin. This is GCPYTA. What were you doing in Greenfield, Wisconsin? I was visiting Scrappy Scout for his 40th birthday. I don't know where he is, but happy. Happy 40th birthday, Scrappy Scout. Uh, Actually, it's only the Scout part. I don't think Meg's yeah. 40 yet. No. Unless she's an older woman, and I don't know it. Okay. That's it. For, that's, that's all you it, That's it. Walt says that's all. Okay. All right. My turn? Indeed my it turn. Is. First up is uh, GC3YHAN, the St. Charles Trackable by Ang- Angelus Cowell out in St. Charles, Illinois. This is actually a really nice puzzle cache, Wally. Yes. You gotta find a um, he hit a trackable. Yes. You gotta find the trackable, which you can also log. Then you gotta take the numbers of said trackable and oh. and work some math to find the cache. It's actually it's That's brilliant. Sweet. It's brilliant. Yeah, actually that brilliant. Sweet. I like that idea. Yeah, very nice idea by uh, Angelus Cowell out in St. Charles, Illinois. Sweet. Next up, Wally. GC two G two G V. One more time on that. GC two G two G V. Satellite or Comcast by Team Darkseid out in Plain, Plainfield, Illinois. Beautiful Plainfield, home of the Twisters. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the baseball That's team. Right. Plainfield Twisters. <laughs> uh, this is actually a really, really, really nice hide. Actually, it's really, actually, kind of uh, real funny. Out in Plainfield by Team Darkseid, who never, ever, 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 ever takes care of his caches. Ever. But this one actually works. Thank you, sir. Thank you. But uh, this one actually Ooh. is up and live, and it's actually really nice. Ooh, mustache bandages just <laughs> dropped off of the table by Scrappy Scout. <laughs> Happy 40th birthday, Scrappy Scout. Hey, hey, hey. Or actually, I should say Scout, not Scrappy. Yeah. I. He's the Scout of Scrappy. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure Meg's younger than you. So, Satellite or Comcast out she, in Plainfield, she Illinois. A, why? She, she's not a cougar, as far as I can. Team Darkside. Yep. Next up, why? Yes. GC3J5VT. Pick a pine by four of the girls out in Geneva, Illinois. Ooh, a pine. I like pine trees. The this nice one was DNF so many times. That's your really nice cash. DNF'd a lot because it's a really yeah. hard find. And who but found uh, it? Did you find it or did uh, Jesse find no, it? No, Jesse found it. Yeah. <laughs> you hang back. I didn't hang back. I, Let you know. Jesse do all the hard work. No, no, no. That's during sex. <laughs> um. Go to cover my eyes on that one. <laughs> no, this is Pick a Pine. Really nice hideout in uh, Geneva, Illinois. Uh, really, I mean, it's it's brilliant. It, dare I say brilliant because it's a really nice hide. You can say brilliant. Yes, thank you. My topper cache, Wally. Yes, what is your topper cache? Topper cache, cache is uh, G3. No, I'm sorry, GC2. 
JT8X. The Spice of Life Challenge by MGB oh, out yeah. in Chicago, Illinois. Spice of Life Challenge. Nice little uh, Spice of Life Little's Challenge Rick. I did a couple years ago. Trick hey, Jackson, Rick Jackson and PD Canal. How you doing, buddy? Out in Chicago, Illinois, nice little cash by MGB. Nice little challenge cash by MGB out in yeah. Chicago, Illinois. But my cash of the show, Wally. Yes. I know you're dying to you, know. Uh, well, i got to tell you, BD Canal, they just released him from prison. Look at he's wearing an orange shirt. <laughs> my cash of the show, Wally. Thanks, yes. Brad. What was your cash of the show? My cash of the show was, uh, I'll tell you what it was. It was uh, Bottomer Log Cabin That's Historical right. Landmark. That's right. You're the That's Bottomer. Right. Yep. Bottomer. All right, here we go. My cash of the show, Wally, is yes. GC1JPYN Serial Killer Final. Ooh. Out in Romeoville, Illinois. Romeoville. You know, I've been trying by Exival, by the way. Yes. I've been trying to do this this series for three years. I've known about this series. A really great series. It's cereal, C-E-R-E-A-L. Oh, like like the cereal that you can oh, buy in the store. Oh, look who's here. That's right. I have to pop up as well, you know. <laughs> I I thought you said serial killer, and I thought you meant the uh, real kind, not the... Uh, What's your name? Oh, uh, uh, Pierre Omnitou du Fromage. <laughs> That's right. So this is like... It's based on it, it's basically Clue with um, breakfast cereal oh, uh, okay. characters. Booberry, did Booberry make the uh, cut? What? Did Booberry make? Booberry did not make the cut. Frankenberry. No, no uh, Count Chocula was Count there. Count Chocula. Yeah, he's okay. in there. Quake. A really quick. Actually, quick is there. Yeah, Quisp. Quisp mm-hmm. is there. Actually, really nice series. Uh, out in Romeoville, Illinois. I've been I've been, wanting to, do, I've been wanting to do it for years, and uh, so Shorty and I took a couple days and uh, took care of this series. Cool. One of them is a brutal bushwhack. It's like a, it's like a terrain two. Yes. Yeah, not in July. It is. It's, oh. <laughs> it's, so it's actually, she actually put a picture on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it. The picture no. of me in the in the reeds that are like two feet over my head. No, I did not see that. Yeah, I have to go it's, look for that. It's a brutal bushwhack. Uh, Sweet. One of the stages. But it's a great series. A really good series out in uh, Romeoville, Illinois, by Exaval. So uh, Exaval. Serial killer final guys. Go uh, go take care of this cache. Really good one. A really great uh, little uh, little group of caches. And that's my cash wallet. So, uh, congratulations to Exival for Serial Killer Final. And congratulations to Antine with assistance from Mesa for Bottomer Log Cabin Historical Landmark. Nice. All right, guys, those are the caches we've done. We're going to take a little break. We're going to be right back. Give us one second. Yep. All right, guys, we're back, and it's news time. Well, you go, go, go away. Oh, yeah, I, I thought we were doing... Yeah, but this is part of the news. Oh, okay. Sing it, Molly. Oh. It's news time. Guys, you notice he's singing it when I asked him to sing it. He is. He's singing it when I asked him to This is a special West End. You're my singing bitch. No, you can keep dreaming in your dreams, buddy. All right, guys, really quick, we're going to bring Daryl Wattenberg up here. He is the host of a number of podcasts, geocaching-related podcasts, so... While he's going to step away from the mic, while and, uh, uh, go visit all the booths. We bring Daryl in here. Come on, Wally. Come on, Daryl. Sit down, buddy. All right. Take a seat. How you doing, pal? This is actually the first time we've ever met face to face. We've talked many, many a times, but we've never met face to face. Indeed, it's uh, <laughs> it's a little weird actually meeting people like this. You know that you've talked to on the internet. You've, uh, you know, feel like you know the people uh, from the uh, podcast. And yeah, then you get to meet. You actually get to meet. To face, the, yeah, it's, it's like, weird. <laughs> you're exactly what I expected, but not. You know. Yeah, well, we, we, me and Walt, totally want to thank you because, uh, you know, it's funny, guys. When we first started this uh, this show four years ago or three and a half years ago, um, Daryl was already doing a number of different podcasts, geocaching podcasts. And Daryl, you were, you know, 
always said, hey, you know, you need any help, give us, you know, give me a call, no problems. And, and we thank you for that because, you, you know, you always, you always had a, had a, whoa, I might as well do it. You always, you always were willing to help us and say anything. And now we're 86 shows in, obviously. We don't need help anymore. But, like, you were always there, so we appreciate that. You were always open and saying, you know, hey, I'm here to help. Well, know? at least you don't need that kind of help anymore. <laughs> so you can't swear on your shows. Go ahead and swear. Say no. something. Go ahead. You can swear all you want. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're fucking not allowed to swear. <laughs> It's, it's got to be clean. Is, is, isn't it like cleansing to be able to swear on a podcast? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, it's really weird being able to swear in front of a microphone. <laughs> you, you, you know, I've been doing podcasting for longer than I've been geocaching. Wow! And it's it's just programmed in now. If the mic is on, you don't yeah, swear. If the mic is there, I, I you know it's okay. It's, I'm we're in very, family we're friendly very mode. We're very free here. We're very free on this podcast. Yeah, I, I've noticed that. <laughs> so you um you t- tell me about the podcast that you do. Let's hear about the podcast. Well, the, go go plug yourself, man. Plug the main one that I do now is, well, I, there's two that I do now, but the main one that I do is the uh, Geo Gearheads, which I do with uh, the Bad Cop out of uh, Washington. So we've got the Michigan-Washington uh, thing going, but it's a, a tech podcast. Uh, I shouldn't say really tech podcast. It's a podcast for people who like geolocation games, not just geocaching. We get right. a lot into uh, Munzee. Uh, that was actually a show last week. We had Rob from Munzee on. Next week, we're going to have uh, Wallaby. Oh, nice. Which is a very cool iOS game. And I know we've got a few people here who actually play that one. Uh, so we do all kinds of stuff, not just geocaching, but the focus is on uh, geocaching. Uh-huh. And that's at uh, cachemaniacs.com. Got old Cachemaniacs. Yep, that was me and Walt have both been on that show. Yeah, definitely. And we've got all of those old shows, which I used to do is with still uh, doing Firefly. Cash- is that still Cachemaniacs? Uh, Cachemaniacs has, uh, the theory is that we've tried to turn it into a network kind of thing. Uh-huh. And when I got into podcasting, you know, eight years ago or whatever it was, it was all about the micro-casting, the nano-caching. Everyone mm. was trying to get shows that were very, very specific with very specific audiences. Right. And in that theory, we tried to originally make the original Cashamaniacs very specific. There's no segments. It's just, you know, the interview goes straight. And we right. tried carrying that on, but yet expand it. Right. So under the Cashamaniacs label, we have the Cashamaniacs Connection show, we have the uh, Newsline, or Cash Line, I think is what I actually called that one, uh, which I haven't done in far too long, which was, you know, breaking news kind of stuff. Right. Well, how much breaking news is there in geocaching? <laughs> so the that, site was updated. Yeah, and that's pretty much all we've done. New is, icons. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I haven't done many of those, but that's, that's on there. And then there, we also have the uh, Cashamaniacs Reviews, mm-hmm. which takes so much work, I just haven't been able to find the time to put those together anymore. Mm-hmm. But those are great shows, too, if uh, anyone wants to check those out. And those are on YouTube as well as being on the website. So just go to Cashamaniacs and you can find all of that stuff. Yeah. But I also do another show with uh, uh, X-Punk X and Head Hard Hat that is the Geocaching Podcast. And that one's uh, the longest-running podcast that I'm on, I guess. (laughs) You're on the mic, Mikey. Can you throw this in your car? (laughs) Yeah, no problem. Take care of it. Got it. No worries. So yeah, that Sorry. one's the uh, no problem. That's, that one's the longest. Uh, like if he's concerned the about the beer. <laughs> of course, you have to be concerned right? about the beer. See, we even have beer on our show. You know, uh, yeah, our show yeah. Well, I, unfortunately, I finished mine already. So <laughs> haven't do the whole case here. <laughs> have I another might, one. I might just do that later. Go, dude. Take but, as much as you want, man. We're, but yeah, we don't, it, we, don't, we, don't, we don't bogart the beer, man. So <laughs> we share. We but, share the wealth. It's all yeah, given to us. Yeah. How many times you get beer thrown at you well, on you your show? You guys get beer brought to you. And, you know, <laughs> at most, we get you know, some coins and stuff. Which, you know, don't get me wrong, I love the coins. But. 
<laughs> free beer is free beer, dude. Yeah, you can go can't free beat beer. free beer, right? <laughs> so you've been doing, you did Cash Maniacs for years. I mean, yeah. that was going on. What you had, and we Cash thank you again because was a, f- a five-year run, a great show. It was they interviewed. Uh, you basically interviewed uh, cashers from all over the world, really. Oh yeah. I mean, you've had a lot of cashers that we know, cashers that have been on our show, cashers. I mean, you've had Topper Cat on your show. You've had, like, and basically it's just interviewing them and asking them questions about cat, their favorite cashers and whatnot. Right. We had Which a was standard a good, suite of questions right, every yeah, year right. that you go through. But the whole point was kind of, you know, you go to an event and you try to meet someone and get to know them a little bit. And we were trying to do that through that podcast. It was great. Yeah. I mean, you had me on the show one time and then a couple months later you had Walt on the show and which garnered a lot of re- uh, listeners to us. We appreciate oh, that. Yeah. yeah. And you always called us and said, hey, you know, if you want to do a commercial, we'd send commercials in and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 That one we actually used to do the promos. We yeah, stopped doing nice. that on yeah. uh, Geo Gearheads largely because we're... Uh, Kind of video based now, both on Geocaching Podcast and on uh, uh, the uh, Geo Gearheads. Mm-hmm. The Google Hangouts on Air is such a great way for us to bring people in on the show, for us to host the shows and right. record the shows. So we've moved to that, which creates the YouTube videos. So right. now we have a video edition, so you actually get to see us record the shows. Do you actually do a live? Do you do? Um, do you guys do the uh, the studio audience, so to speak, where you get people on uh, on what, a with on a the, chat room where they actually. With uh, the uh, Geocaching Podcast, we have the Cacher Coffees once a month. Usually it's the first Wednesday of each month uh, at 9.30 uh, Eastern Time we record, so that's uh, 8.30 your time. Right. And if you're uh, one of the people who's told us you want to be on, you have a uh, headset or something like that Mm -hmm. so that you're not going to get the feedback or sound like you're in an echo chamber. We bring you in and you can uh, participate in the show live that way. We also have a call-in phone number which is actually a landline into my house with a Telos <laughs> hybrid. Yeah, you, you guys are recording here nice and simple. My, my we are, we are bare bones over here because we got to be mobile, so we're like bare oh, bones. Well, I've, I've got a mobile rig, too. You don't want to see my mobile rig. My, my mobile rig is uh, four channels with compression and no computer involved. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've I've been computer free because I got started in the uh, early days of podcasting when even your most powerful desktop machines would spin up the fans enough you'd hear them on microphone. Really? Wow. So I'm completely a solid state recorder. Yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, I mean, if if Sonny and Sandy are the kings, you are definitely the queen. I mean, you are second in command when it comes to geocaching podcasting. Yeah. Well, I was doing a Michigan cycling podcast when. Uh, I found uh, Sonny and Sandy's show, and they were uh, about, I want to say about four or five months after I got started, they got started with their show. Mm-hmm. So I think I've been actually podcasting longer than they have, but I've really? gone through three of my own shows in <laughs> that time, and they, they're still on that one show. Yeah, I mean, you were definitely known in, pod, in geocaching podcasting. I mean, you are you know one of the men, and you've always been very gracious and always willing to help, and not, you could be a total cock about it and be like, you know, like, I'm the king and fuck off everybody else. But, like, you're like, hey, you know, whatever I can... I mean, I remember when we were talking about uh, getting... Getting the mixer, you, you called me up and you were like, dude, I got one. You know, if you want one, it's yours. You know, and oh, you yeah. just got to come to Michigan to come and get it. <laughs> yeah, that, like, that was very a big gracious. Beast. Very, like, I mean, unbelievably, you know, you're always like, what can I do to help? You know, oh, like, yeah. Well, it's a great community. There, you know, You'd be surprised. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's on my way. <laughs> you just like the bell, that's all. <laughs> 
But how many geoca- How many pockets have a bell? Come on, I swear yeah, bell. No, none that I know of, aside <laughs> from yours. But yeah, yeah, it's a great community. You know, aside from uh, you know the people who have dropped out of uh, the community, like right. uh, uh, Khaki out of uh, Maine. She mm-hmm. had her show for a while, and that's disappeared. Uh, a couple of shows out of uh, Colorado that have gone away. I still keep in touch with some of the uh, old uh, cachers, you know, po- geocaching podcaster kind of mm-hmm. guys. Even though they've, uh, some of them have even dropped out of pod- or out of geocaching as well as podcasting. Right, right. But it, it's amazing how tough podcasting is once you actually get into it. Oh, yeah. That no one ever sees, and you don't even really realize, even if you have the expertise, because it's not just about the technical difficulties. It's about finding the time to schedule a show, sit down and record. See, I could talk to you. You understand You understand what it's like. Absolutely. You know, you know my pain. Oh, you know, I forgot <laughs> totally about the... Uh, uh, cashers of the Roundtable show. Oh, that we the cashers! Right, me and yeah, me and Walt were on the Cashers of the Roundtable. Yeah, too. Oh, that, that was a yeah. great show. But that's a perfect example. You know, we're trying to get the geocaching podcast community once a month right. to record a show. Right. It was impossible to get <laughs> you know, a quorum <laughs> yeah, together absolutely. to record a show. Yeah, I and mean, you're one of the few people who understand like what it takes to put this on and put it together and how long it how long it actually takes. Oh, yeah. and it know? is so much fun if you can uh, actually get down and you know get all those problems out of the way. Right. Oh yeah. Well, we, need, we need a producer boy. as well. You need a producer. Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah. I need someone to like do the show and pass up to somebody else to be like, you edited it, you put the music in. I'm well, done. Even someone, <laughs> I, I just want the producer to go and schedule everything for me. <laughs> you know, Geo Gearheads, we try to get a guest on almost every show. We do want to have, you know, a couple of shows uh, here and there that don't have any guests where it's just us talking about whatever technology we find interesting, exciting, mm-hmm. um, you know, talk about listener questions, that kind of thing. But we try to get those guests on. That takes easily 10 hours a week. Yeah. To try to get those booked and try to get them in, sure. so you know that that alone is a lot of work. And if I could find someone just to do that part of it, I'd be right. Thrilled. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And you got a good voice too. You got a good. Uh, oh, thank you. You got a good radio voice. I, I've been told that many, many times, <laughs> and I never was interested in radio. You're in the wrong business, man. You're, I guess you're in the right business. And you're doing podcasts. Well, if I were in the radio business, I wouldn't be making any money. <laughs> I couldn't afford to do a podcast. I know, I know, I know. All we need to do is get paid to do this. Somehow. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, we can't get paid. To well, do it. I always say that that's one of the things that I'd love to do but at the same time if we got paid to do it would it be any fun yeah it becomes a job it's a job now (laughs) yeah at least you're paid for it I get paid in it's a job I get paid in beer for is what it basically comes down to I get paid in beer this is true this is what it comes down to but you know I was into uh, photography when I was younger and thinking about making that a profession and I did a couple of uh, uh, paying gigs uh, event type work uh, for the most part I think I also yeah I also did a couple of uh uh, product shoots mm-hmm. and I'm like this really stinks it's not fun to shoot if I have to shoot for <laughs> someone <laughs> well a lot of the times this also takes the fun out of not not takes the fun out of geocaching but like you know I have to geocache you know like oh, absolutely I have it this 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 podcast makes me geocache because I can't come to the show unlike Walt and have nothing you know <laughs> I have to go find quality geocaches so it's like it, it actually makes me makes me go out. It forces me to go out and cache. Well, and one of the things with uh, being the Chicago Geocacher podcast is you have to do those Chicago geocaches and right. tell people about these great exactly, caches. Yeah. So you don't have that luxury of, well, we can't talk about any caches on the show today because, you know, we just don't want to. That's kind of what the show is. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Well, the first, you know, 30 minutes anyway. Then right, just, right, right. Then it's just, you know. I was talking about nothing. <laughs> yeah, and if you had a show talking about nothing, you'd be Seinfeld. 
but it's nice. And thank you for listening. I know you listen to the show. Every time every time we call you out, you always say, yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> don't get a caching all the time. See, I don't get to go caching as much as you do. <laughs> we do we, what you need to do is you need to set up a caches of the show kind of a thing. Then it makes you, it literally makes you go out. We, I have to go out and cache. Yeah, well, my problem also is that I've cached out uh, most of the stuff in my area. And Are you guys doing the uh, August uh, 31, 31 thing? I, 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 Walt is, I am, I'm, I'm not like committed to it if I'm like, I'm trying so far. I'm still good. I'm, I'm, today's the 10th. 10th. Yeah. No, obviously I got one today. I'm here at the, uh, mega, but I'm so far, I'm nine for, I'm 10 for 10. Awesome. Awesome. So. Yeah. And I was looking at the, uh, uh route to and from work, everything a little bit <laughs> off. Dude, if someone isn't going to publish some more caches, I'm going to be up. See, Chicago, free. there's three separate people doing caches in three separate parts of, of like the area. So right. like I can always find one. It's 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 yeah, nice. We have a lot of people posting uh, caches in their little areas, but the problem has been my area doesn't get turned over. People place the caches and they stay there, so I found them all. Oh, so really? Oh god. Or if there's, there's no new turnover caches, where you live. Not much. There's some, but not much. Well, fortunately, some of the uh, guys in the area have uh, abandoned their caches, turned them over whatever, and mm-hmm. like Wednesday during the uh, geocaching podcast, I start getting notifications. <laughs> I want to say there's like 120 new caches that were published. A third of them were uh, labeled uh, uh, like cache of the day or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, okay, sweet. And now I've got some caches. I, I'm good to finish out the month. And my goal is actually I want to try to get into a, a triple-digit streak. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I break, you know. You've never done a triple. I think I'm at 101. I think I've got a mask. See, I've never gone that long because, again, it's I hit that point where it becomes work. You know, something gets in the way, whatever, and I just can't do it. So mm-hmm. my longest streak, I want to say, is uh, 53 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I haven't even broken the three month mark. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to break the, uh, uh, you know, 90 uh, cash mark, whatever, mm-hmm. so that I have at least, you know. Dude, when you get to months. day 80, it sucks. This is so not fun anymore. It sucked at day 40. It sucks at day 80. You're well, just like, oh, And you're God. looking for those caches because you got to, you know, that's the other thing is you, you, you have to meter out your caches. You can only do like one cache. See, I see what I, my, my fault is I did like five a day. I yeah. figure if I'm going out, I'm not just getting one. I'm getting like five. So my, my numbers jumped really high really quickly. The problem was is I totally emptied out my area. Completely, I mean, bare. I was at one point. I was driving to the city to go get a cash. Like, oh, I don't doubt that. And it was like bit. you know, city from from where I lived at the time was probably 15 miles away. So I was driving all the way out there just to get a freaking cash. Well, and in traffic and everything, that's right. Know, yeah, could it easily was, be an hour drive. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. All right. So give me two minutes now. Give me one minute. Pimp your shit, dude. Go. All right. Geocaching podcast is at geocachingpodcast.com and that's a weekly talk show we record at uh, 8:30 central time every wednesday night you can come and join us live and also my show is the geo gearheads at cashmaniacs.com that it yeah well that's all you got all right daryl always a pleasure to see you dude thank you thank you so much wally Yes. You want to take over? We got uh, we got yeah, Craig, Craig here from the uh, West Bend Chamber sure, of Commerce. We got to get Craig on here. He's absolutely. as gracious as he possibly can to us, so we got to get him on the show. Hold on a second. Let's bring Craig in. Craig. Uh, go. Gotta wait. Gotta wait for Craig to sit down first before I ask him the most important question. That is, can you drink on the job? Ah, uh, you can. I can't. Oh, <laughs> darn it. All right. So we have Craig uh, from the West Bend Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Craig, what's your last name? 
My last name is Farrell. Craig Farrell. Right. All right. A good Chicago boy. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Very nice. Well, thanks for having us out here again for, I think this is our third year in a row. Yes, it is. We're so thrilled to have you back. And, of course, we've got beautiful weather for you again uh, as we did last year. Yeah, it is. It's a gorgeous day out here. Uh, we're uh, experiencing a record crowd. Uh, we had, I think, somewhere around... Uh, 900 teams register. Wow. And uh, we had a thought. Now, is it, that's up from last year? Yes. It's, wow. we're, we're up about 200 teams from last year. Wow, that's great. So it is going really well. Uh, everybody's out geocaching for the most part, except you yeah. and me. And as, well, as soon as we're done with the show, I know uh, we're, uh, Scott and I are going to hit that uh, new power trail that uh, just came up. Right. Yeah. We've got, uh, uh, at this point, uh, about... Somewhere in the neighborhood of 1,250 or 1,260 caches now, wow. hidden within 10 miles of West Bend. Wow, that is great. Yeah. Wow. So it is uh, uh, certainly a, a reason why we call ourselves the geocaching capital of the Midwest. Well, there's certainly no doubt of that. Yeah. You know, I was telling you uh, before that, uh, uh, and maybe your, your listeners can help, uh, Rand McNally is doing a, a survey to... Uh, uh, find out what is the best small town to geocache in. Okay. And uh, now what, what what kind of town would qualify for this? I think it's got to be like under fifty thousand people. Really? And uh, so do you know? Do you know like any place around here that might qualify? No, not other than us. <laughs> really, West Bend. <laughs> hey, what do you think? All right, I think that's a great idea. We have got, uh, uh, as I said, over twelve hundred caches. Sure. We are a mega event. And uh, I would love it if your uh, listeners, if they have a t- the opportunity to go online and they can Google Rand McNally. Sure. Uh, and uh, it, they'll be looking for small towns uh, mm-hmm. in 2013, and they'll see a tab there for geocaching. All right. And they can type in West Bend and give us a vote because, uh, my God, uh, I don't think there's any place that can match this community. No, not at all. I mean, certainly we enjoy coming up here, and certainly with the, the quantity of caches, this is like a, uh, a caching mecca for, for everybody in the Midwest. Well, it is. You know, we have folks this year have come from 33 different states, and we have people from six countries. We have Canada, Sweden, Holland, uh, Germany. Hi, Hans. Russia and Lithuania. Wow. So uh, uh, we've got quite a, quite a crowd here. Isn't it amazing when, when you start getting people, when you start getting that international draw of people coming in from other countries to, to the Midwest just to geocache? Well, that's it. And, you know, uh, I think the opportunity to come into a place like this where there are so many caches, it's not just uh, coming for the event, but we've had people coming in like on Monday and Tuesday, and they've been staying sure. all week because... They can just cash to their heart's delight, and I'm sure the I'm sure the businesses around here just love it. They really do, and that's uh, obviously one of the reasons why we do it is to yeah. to uh, uh, create some special tourism just for West Bend. Yeah, that no, is great. I mean, and you know what? One of the really nice things is is that it seems like the businesses in the area not only not only enjoy the business, but they're just so darn friendly to the geocachers who uh, who come into town. Well, that's it. You know, we, we've had uh, geocachers say, you know, we go to other places and they treat us like we're suspicious people mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, that they really are not mm-hmm. glad to see us. West Bend is the opposite, and we put out uh, in all of the uh, uh, the stores, there's a sign that says, Welcome Geocachers. Yeah. We want you to be here. And uh, not just now, but all 365 days of the year. That's that is great because certainly the caches don't uh, you don't pull in the caches after the uh, events. Oh no, they're, these, they're here. These caches are permanent caches, yeah. 
And uh, we have some of the most creative geocachers on our committee. Oh, that is great. Uh, it, it, you know, that's what makes it so special is the, the chamber provides the administration and the organization and what have you, but the cashers, with their creativity, hide these fabulous caches, and they maintain them for us. Oh, that is great. I mean, and it's also, it's also really, it's really cool to hear that um, the, the cash bash just keeps growing every year. Oh, yeah. Getting bigger. Yeah. You know, it, it uh, is up roughly 25% over where it was last year. Wow. That is great. And this is this is the sixth year now. This is the sixth year. Yeah. Wow. So that from, is... from uh, I think, our first year, we had about 400 people. Yeah. And uh, it just keeps uh And then what did, you, what did you say the estimated number is this year? We're looking, I think we have about 1,800, as close as wow. we can figure. Uh, 1,800. We have people still signing up today. And of course, they I, was, I was one of those people. Yeah. Up <laughs> well, that's okay. We're glad to have you. Uh, we still had, we knew we were coming. We just never got out to the site to sign up. I, I knew that we were going to have quite a crowd, so uh, we uh, set up a thousand backpacks, and wow. we're almost out now. Wow. So that is that is wild. And I see you have like a large array of vendors here too. We do. Uh, of course, uh, our friend uh, Jeff Caulfield from Magellan is mm-hmm. here. We've got GX. Proxy. He was here. I saw him here last year. Yeah, too. he's been here. Now this is his third year, just like wow. you. And Jeff's uh, such a nice guy. He really is. Uh, they have uh, been uh, uh, really hitting up uh, his uh, booth quite a bit, mm-hmm. and he's selling a lot of units. Uh, we have uh, GX Proxy, we have Wooden Nickel, Cash Addict, uh, Red Hat. We have a number yeah. of, of great vendors providing a wide range of services. We even have folks uh, from uh, Visit Milwaukee that are, are here oh, to really? uh, uh, basically uh, talk to folks about doing uh, there's a, they have a geocaching trail in Milwaukee now that they wow. put together. I'm going to have to check that out because yeah. uh, Milwaukee is one of, outside of West Bend, I think Milwaukee is my next favorite town in Wisconsin. It is. It, you know, it, it's a great place to uh, maybe have a little fried uh, mm-hmm. cheese curds, sure. a, a little beer, yeah, head down and to the public uh, maybe market. a brat. Yeah. 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 But there's certainly there's certainly plenty up here for anybody who wants to do geocaching up in West Bend. I mean, it is, it, and as you said, not only not only is there... Is there a lot of geocaching to do up here? But we're here in beautiful Regner Park. It couldn't be a more beautiful day. I mean, oh. this is a great, great, great vista to uh, enjoy geocaching. You know, this is the park that everybody remembers from their childhood. Mm-hmm. This park is 78 years old, and uh, it really, thanks in part to the the uh, Cash Bash and to some of the other events that take place here, this has all been rejuvenated. This stage wasn't here three years ago, if you can wow, remember. Yeah. Uh, you were, were over yeah. on the, the bandstand. Yeah. Uh, and those buildings there were, uh, the, the two uh, outbuildings were in really in disrepair. This new roof came on. All of these things that they put in here. Now, have geocachers coming to West Bend helped uh, build up this park? Absolutely. Well, it, it's demonstrated that there is a need for a park like this. Cool. And so the city council looked at it and said, well, okay, we can see that there is a demand. We'll, we'll put in the money. Plus, uh, Rotary and the Kiwanis mm-hmm. uh, clubs uh, put in a lot of money. West Bend Mutual Insurance mm-hmm. built the stage for wow. us. So uh, it's, it's really given us a complete venue. So now besides geocaching, what other kinds of events uh, happen through the year at West Well, West we have uh, uh, a seafood fest that Rotary puts on. We have a steak fry. Ooh, a steak fry. We, wow, this, this nice. This coming winter, uh, right around uh, Thanksgiving, 
we have enchantment in the park, and they will light up this park in all sorts of different colored lights. Oh, cool! And people can drive through the park and and uh, just see that just the uh, not only having the trees and the woods and everything, but also the opportunity to just see all these these light spectacles that they have throughout oh, this park. Oh, nice! That is great. Now, how long does that run for? Uh, that runs until really uh, New Year's Eve, and that, that's oh, so the last. Oh, so starts day. starts around Thanksgiving yeah. and runs for New Year's Eve. So wow, people have plenty of. A lot of chance to see that. Right, and one of the things we're doing that for is for our, our local uh, food bank. So uh, people can, can come through either with a donation or with a couple of cans of food uh, that can go to the food bank. Oh, that is great. I mean, that's a nice way of tying everything together. That's right. You know, another thing that we found with this uh, uh, event is, is that we have a lot of families, and you can see the number of, of children here. It, it, every year they seem to grow. One of the things we do, and I know, and we have to be careful when we're doing our podcast because yes, of the children. Yeah. <laughs> but but you're very good. You're, we, we you're, try. You're very careful. We try. Uh, but we give families uh, passes uh, for the weekend uh, swim passes oh, for wow. uh, the uh, splash pad, which is right next door here, or the swim pond. Oh, cool. So you know, when families start getting a little tired, you know, the kids mm-hmm. are getting cranky. You can bring them back, uh, let them swim for a while. Uh, just relax and take it easy. Oh, that's really nice. Cool. Well, Craig, do you have anything else you want to uh, mention? Well, uh, just uh, uh, again, uh, uh, we're so glad you're here. Oh, thanks uh, so much. Next year, it will be August 8th, 9th, and 10th. All right. So, so we're on the same put time. Put us down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's always the second weekend in August. Always second weekend. All right. And uh, we're, and always at Regner Park. And every year at Regner Park. Yeah. So we're, we're thrilled to have you come back and see us next well, year. thanks. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. You betcha. All right. Thank you. We'll much. be back in a few minutes. All right, and now we're here with Jeff from Magellan. So now this is, how many years now have you been coming out to West Bend to, uh, to show off the Magellan product? This is my third year at the uh, Cash Bash. Wow, cool. Very nice. I noticed that uh, uh, Magellan uh, did an update for the GC unit this year, right? We did. We did an update earlier this year that uh, gives you a better base map, some additional features and functionality. We're going to continue to roll out more features on the GC. Oh, cool. That's really great. That's the unit I use. It's a really nice unit. Um, in terms of uh, you know just just the quality and, and the fact that it's really geared for geocaching. Yeah, it definitely is uh, geared towards geocaching. It's got that worldwide base map. Um, I took my unit to Europe this past year and was geocaching in 12 different countries and just loved wow. the base map for that functionality. Oh, that is great. Yeah, I mean at, at that price point, you aren't going to find anything better out there. Street level detail for the U.S., Canada, Western Europe, and Australia. So oh, that is that's sweet. Now, what other what other um, what other units? Uh, I noticed you had a, a bunch of different models on the table. What else do you have? Yeah, we've got the uh, Explorist 110, which is our entry level unit. Not quite as functional geocaching wise. Only does uh, 500 paperless geocaches. Okay. Then we bounce up into the Explorist 310. A lot more features and functionality allows you to add a lot of different types of base maps. You can throw okay. in satellite imagery, detailed topographic maps, hunting maps, fishing maps. So it's more of an all-around GPS. And then we get into our touchscreen units, our 510, oh, wow. 610, 710. 510 is our entry-level unit, um, touchscreen, worldwide base map. The 610, when you're getting up into that unit, you're adding in a three-axis magnetic compass, oh, cool. a barometer altimeter, and one to 24,000 scale topographic maps for the US. When you get up into our 710, that's our high-end unit. You've got uh, the same features in the 610, uh, three-axis magnetic compass, barometer altimeter, 24,000 scale topographic maps, and you throw in voice turn by turn. So it'll actually give you voice navigation right to a trailhead 
Then you switch it over to trail navigation, and it'll get you into the backcountry, find the cache, cool. and then back home. So if you're a big hiker, that, that's, a, that's a great unit for you. If you're a big outdoorsman and yeah. you're doing a lot of stuff outdoors, yeah. the, the 710 is really the top of the line. Oh, unit. wow, that's really cool. Um, so um, any any can we expect any new stuff from Magellan in terms of uh, geocaching? Yeah, we're always looking to add in new things. We're, we're trying to work with the community to find out what they want in the way of a geocaching unit, mm-hmm. ways to improve our units, uh, make them better for puzzles or multis, throw in some more sort and search functionality. Cool. We're looking to add in favorite points. So oh, we, wow. We, we work a lot with GroundSpeak to make sure that we're partnering with them and we're adding in the features and functionality that they're adding into the units themselves. So now if somebody wanted to find out more about uh, Magellan products, where would they go? They'd go to uh, MagellanGPS.com. All right, great. Well, thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you talking a little bit about it. Like, again, that's uh, that's the... that's the model that I use, the Explorers GC, and it's uh, it's it's really it's a really nice model. It is a great unit for those uh, beginner geocaches, all the way up to the expert geocaches. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks very much. Thanks for coming. My on. pleasure. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, we are back. It's news. Finally, news time. It's news time again. It's time for the news. <laughs> now that we got our interviews out of the way, our, yep. our, our mandatory interviews out of the way, it's back to the news. Yes, it is. Well, you know what that sound is, Scott. Oh no. Yeah. They never learn. Well, when are they going to learn? Well, I don't. I don't talk know. Talk to me. Help me understand. I don't know. But you know, <laughs> I I can't read this story. You can't read this story. No. Wait, wait, do you have my show notes? I don't have my show notes. Uh, yeah, they're right here. I okay, made good. It so they, they wouldn't okay. fly away. Don't lose that Thank piece you. of paper in the middle because that's another uh, What's milestone. This? That's another milestone. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So don't lose that. I have to okay. read that off. Um, but yeah, I can't do this. We have to bring in somebody from Chicago to from do Chicago? this. From Chicago. Yes, from Chicago, oh, hey, Scott. Hey, hey, I've made it. Hey, Bill, you actually sang the uh, national anthem the other day I at the Cubs game. I did. Yes. yes. It, was a, it was something that I've been waiting many, many years to do, and I finally got a chance <laughs> to do it. And I hope I hope I didn't chase anyone away. At no, my, I, uh, I, I saw it. I heard it. It was yes. very nice. Um, so, yes, Scott. What do you got? Bomb squad, <clears> let me hear this was uh, this is a possible uh, Redmond bomb was geocache instead. Uh huh. This is out of Redmond, Oregon. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, uh, Oregon. Yeah, nice. uh, this might be a uh, Futsosaurus story. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> right. An intersection in an industrial area of northeast Redmond was blocked off for over an hour, and nearby businesses notified Wednesday after someone found a suspicious object. In a sign near was the it, was corner. Was it a suspicious package? Or suspicious no, suspicious package. object, Scott. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, objects come in all shapes and sizes. Yes. But it was in a sign near the corner. Uh-huh. They didn't say what corner, just in the corner. <laughs> like it had a timeout, <laughs> uh, police said. Bad cash. That's right. Bad. What it turned you're out to a, be. You're a naughty cat. This is, by the way, this story is by Barney Lurton. <laughs> no way. That's, that's not right. a real That's name. right. So you can see it right there. By Barney Lurton. All right, Lurton. Barney. We're, we're judging that's you right, right now. Go ahead. Um, what, what it turned out to be, Scott, uh-huh. is a part of a popular treasure hunt game called Geocaching. I've heard of that. Maintenance worker Scott Dame was cleaning the Pioneer Business Park sign near the corner of Northeast 9th Street. And I'm like, what a shit job. (laughs) He was cleaning the sign. All right, Scott, you have to get out and clean the signs today. (laughs) Oh, my job. I should have went to college. (laughs) I look forward. I know you look forward to cleaning all the signs out in the Pioneer Business Park area. 
So Scott Dame was cleaning the Pioneer Business Park <laughs> sign near the corner of Northeast Ninth Street and Hemlock Avenue when he whoa, found. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're just gonna let that go, huh? Hemlock what? Avenue. You're hemlock. Just gonna let that go. Yes, Hemlock. You know, <laughs> he Scott probably wanted to take some Hemlock while he was cleaning <laughs> the sign. I wish I was dead. Oh. When he found the unusual object, whoa, what did he find? And contacted police shortly before 10 a.m. What did he find? Thinking it could be a bomb, police right. Captain Brian McNaughton said. Ooh, teriyaki. We got beef jerky here, Wally. I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a jerky fan, though. You're not a jerky you? fan? No. What's wrong with you? I but don't like the See, jerky. Guys, this is what we get. While we do this for free, and obviously yep. we give it to you guys for free, the yep. free shit we get is like beer yep. and beef jerky. Yep. That's the free stuff we get. Yep. This is the perks of the podcast right here. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to uh, pull the wire because I thought it was a pin <laughs> and <laughs> that it would pull up and maybe a bomb. <laughs> Who knows these days, <laughs> Dame said later. People do weird things. Right? Yeah, no shit. McNaughton said that they didn't know at first if it was a dangerous... Uh, oh, my story is kind of messed up here. Hold on. <laughs> if it was a dangerous object. Uh-huh. So the Oregon State Police Bomb Squad was contacted there you go. in Salem to... Bring him in. ...to possibly or possible come and expect, and if necessary... Render the object harmless. But before they could arrive... Did they render the harmless object well? Well, here's the story. They render the object harmless. You're going to find out, Scott. All right. But before they could arrive, police learned that it was a container found and added to by about 90 geocachers Uh since it was placed there in 2009. It has been there a while. The most recent, just a couple of weeks ago. Sadly, the container will no longer be hiding in the signed shovel as the property owners (laughs) removed it. And Should they say shovel? Yes, and my understanding was it was a bison tube. A bison? Yes. He was scared that if he pulled the pin, it might explode. The bison. He was afraid the bison was going to explode. That's right. Okay. That is correct. Okay. Next up. That's it? Oh, another, yes. Oh, do you, you know that sound again, oh. Scott? This is a follow-up to an earlier story, Scott. Oh, an earlier one that we talked about? Yes. Okay. This is out of Edmonds, Washington. <laughs> that was last week. That's right. Hey, the Edmonds one. When police in Edmonds, Washington got a report of a piece of PVC pipe found near a boat launch on that's Lake right. Bollinger. Because you know, Wally, when I want to blow things up. That's right. There's two places that you go to. <laughs> the first is the cemetery. Right. And the, the second, second is a boat launch. Is a boat launch. <laughs> that's right. Where can I do the maximum damage? A boat launch. In the middle of nowhere. Yes. Found a PVC pipe found near a boat launch on Lake Bollinger. I like the name Bollinger. They closed the launch and called in the bomb squad. Right. And they say it's good that they did because the object was a pipe bomb. No, it was not a pipe bomb. Well, that's what they say, Scott. Doug Waterman says it's a geocache container he put at the launch three years ago that has been found 88 times by geocaching hobbyists. Despite Waterman's claims, police insist it was a pipe bomb. It was not a It's a geocache. They're still insisting over in Redmond. Well, yeah, because they're trying to save Edmonds, face. Excuse That's me. such a joke. So be careful out in Edmonds. Yeah, the people want to bomb the freaking there's, boat There's a lot of geocaches that have been misidentified as b- pipe bombs. A boat launch. Yeah, don't mess with the cops in Edmonton, ma'am. All right. Or Edmonds, is that what it is? Yes. <clears throat> me a while. Well, we have one more story, Scott. All right. And uh, I'm not going to read this story either. 
But uh, this is not a bomb-related story. Yeah, he as far he, as he just tell. phased up Bill real quick. You just like yeah, he he <laughs> took off. He he wants to go out to that power trail and start <laughs> and start cash. I'm back. Yes, that power trail is very enticing. I'm, but I'm going now, and I'm getting I'm taking Skippy with me. Oh, okay. All right, so Scott, uh, we're gonna bring in another reporter to do this uh, to do this next story. Oh yeah, we get bring. Scott, you know oh, I've been here all shit. day, Dude, you, and you, all I have to do a story. Not I didn't have enough the last week. It's I had enough my, last week. It's in my really? contract. Really, you gotta bring it back, and you're bringing it's the freaking the bunny rabbit back it's too. It's in my contract, Scott. <laughs> That's <laughs> all you need to know. Christ, man. So, here, this is out of Kansas City. All right, read this freaking story. You know, the thing I don't like about Kansas City. Do all you right. know what that is, Scott? What is it? Sid. They like barbecue there, uh-huh. and they might like to barbecue rabbits, and I'm not very fond of Why are you actually that. putting the bunny up to the mic? <laughs> because I have to get in close. I have to get in close to the microphone, You actually Scott. have the bunny in the microphone. That's right. I'm talking right That's now. You so can see me ridiculous. talking, Scott. What are you, six? <laughs> like, right. No. I mean, like, who are you trying to impress over here That's with right. that bunny? Uh, th- I don't He's try talking to into the mic like you're trying to, like, like we're not going to believe the bunny's speaking into the but mic. You can hear me. You can hear my phone. Right it's on me the and you up here, dude. Who are you That's trying right. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Should cities create laws regulating uh, the popular sport of wait, geocaching? Ooh, should cities? Okay. Should cities. That's right. Not towns. Not villages, but should cities do it? Re- regulate. That's right. Regulate okay. the popular sport. I can't they're calling, they're calling you're gonna, it You're going to do that long-ass thing in Sid's voice the whole time. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> this story is by Terry Schaefer, and this was a special to the Kansas City Star. I just want you to know that. Okay. All right. It's hiding, Scott. Right there, in that stand of saplings, <laughs> under that tumble of rocks. I can't even understand what you're saying. <laughs> All right, I'll go a little slower. <laughs> no, speak in your normal voice. This is my normal voice, Scott. This is the way I talk. It's I don't even understand what you're saying. This is what I hear from you. I'll try to enunciate a little bit. And I have fucking cans on, for Christ's sake. I still can't understand what you're saying. It's hiding right there in that stand of saplings. I think you ought to do it. Do it in the... Do, it, do Brendan, have Irish Coast fan do it. Do, do it. do it, do it, do it, right. do it in I've a Scottish had, accent. I've had it, Scott. I've Good, just get out. had it with you. You're such a jackass. <laughs> or a jack- I'm leaving. Or a jackalope, if you will. Jack and ape. <laughs> All right. So who are we doing this ass? All right, Sid. Scott, Scott hates you. You just sit right there and look at him the entire time. <laughs> Look at him taunting me. <laughs> Fuck you, Sid. Just keep watching him. <laughs> oh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Wait, an- another, another <laughs> voice we can't understand. It's hiding, Scott, right there. What is? In that stand of saplings. What is? Under the tumble of rocks. Yes. Maybe a more amazing place. Yes. More about that later. Okay. It's a geocache. Uh-huh. That's G-O- Cash. They actually have phonetically spelled. That's right. It's, right it's there. phonetically spelled. That's right. Look in case that. you did not know right. how to it's say it. I need to know because I'm from That's uh, important, dude. Paris. Right. And finding these modern day treasure chests is worth more than the hunt. Devotees <laughs> <laughs> say. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it gets you outside. Get gets yeah. you exercise. Yeah. And uh, while your mind can wander while you're walking, it makes you think. <laughs> solve puzzles. 
Right. Said Kevin Vanater, or said Kevin Vanater, 45, a Johnson County geocacher. Okay. Interest in this is very high in the sport right now. We were just sure. talking to uh, Craig, uh, Craig Farrell here at the West Bend, who says geocaching just exploding in the West Bend area. Uh-huh. But uh, uh, here in uh, Kansas City, it's also exploding. Said Vanater. Exploding. That's right. Really? That's not the right word to use. <laughs> uh, I don't know if uh, Kevin was aware really? of that. <laughs> Uh, geocaching has become so popular that cities have had to wrestle with the hobby. Wrestle with it? That's right. Get it down on the ground in a headlock. <laughs> if can, it, they, can they, like, mud wrestle with it? Uh, sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> if a geocacher looks uh, out of place or suspicious, uh-huh. uh, like uh, Rick Jackson over there, <laughs> homeowners might call police. <laughs> That could result in an altercation. Right. Okay. Uh, this practice recently came up at a Leowood uh, City Council meeting, Scott. Council really? members asked the Parks and Recreation Director Chris, Chris Claxton, mm. Clax of the Claxton Horn Company, <laughs> if they needed to issue a policy or ordinance to regulate the practice. Oh, so like McHenry County, where they got to like actually uh. have to like get a... Uh, no, uh, it doesn't need to be regulated. No. Uh, Claxton uh, assured. No. Uh, most of the people doing it are naturalists, uh, nudists, if you will. Uh, what? <laughs> says naturalists. Here. I just went a little further and added nudists. Oh, you're it. editing. Is that what you're doing? So, that's right. I mean, isn't a naturalist nudist anyway? Uh, you're asking me? Yes. I don't know. What, Linda, would you, what, what would you, how would you classify a naturalist? That's right. So a nudist. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. That's right. Nude. So most people. Nude. Are, Linda likes them nude. So apparently, most of the people doing. Linda, you do many much nude geocaching. You do much nude geocaching. <laughs> You've done. Maybe it. she's done it. Look at her. Look yep. at <laughs> Once, but I was very drunk. Most of the people are doing geocaching in the nude. Complete. They're completely harmless. They'll even pick up trash while they're around the area. She told the city council. <coughs> A geocache is most often a trinket like a deck of cards. Uh, <laughs> what? How did you, you, find, you, you find a, a lot deck of deck of cards? cards that's, geocaches? that's what they're relating it to? A deck of cards? That's right. Well, you know, you All find right. a lot of deck of cards in the uh, Right? I know I do, yeah. Uh, a key ring or, or even a poem. <coughs> a what? A poem. A poem. That's right. P-O-E-M. P-O-E-M. Lots of people do the, their best poem writing while geocaching. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, as you know, this, this article is uh, getting worse and worse as it goes on. <laughs> That's why it's important to know more about geocaching. Oh, this this article was well researched, as you can see. <laughs> Deck of cards. You know, Scott, as you know, uh, geocaches are often buried in a waterproof container. Oh, very often. Number number one, they're buried, and number two, <laughs> you never find a geocache that's not waterproof. <laughs> Yes, in, because we all know pill bottles, how waterproof those yes. are. Yes. And, and well, a film you, canister, wow, that's got waterproof. When you bury them, they stay very much more waterproof. <laughs> Many times the container is a military ammunition can or a plastic kitchen-lidded bowl. <laughs> or what? Kick, a plastic kitchen-lidded bowl. They did not want to say rubber made. I they guess did, not. Yeah. did that part out. All right. And once the treasure hunter finds the geocache, she takes it out right. and replaces the treasure inside <laughs> with one of her own. <laughs> and that's when I go looking for it. <laughs> and while she's at it, she might pick up the junk lying around the site like a good woman. Right. Yes, we call it trash, cash in, trash out, said Venonator. Right. Hi, honey, what can I do for you? 
okay. Just listening. All right. <laughs> Geocaching begins with a piece of equipment, Scott. Uh oh. Go ahead. Ah. Little notes being passed back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Geocaching begins with a piece of equipment, <clears throat> a handheld GPS unit, mm -hmm. which costs anywhere from about $25 to $100. Mm -hmm. I don't know where they're getting these $25 <laughs> GPSs. $25? That's Rick Jackson selling them out of the back of his van. <laughs> what am I selling? You're, you're selling low-cost GPS units for $25. That you can buy at a sporting goods store. I have not seen a $25 <laughs> GPS unit at a sporting goods store. <clears throat> Smartphones often, as you know, Scott, have free apps yes. with a GPS. Yes. Then the geocacher, that's you, Scott. That's me. Hey. Goes to a website, www.geocaching.com. Yes. You put in, you, Scott. Me personally? Scott Burks, yes. Nice. You put in an identifier like your zip code, <laughs> which leads the GPS unit to your longitude and latitude. Well, they're, they're, they're really explaining the whole thing. Right yeah, but they're not explaining it very well because listen to this line. You put in an identifier like your zip code which leads your GPS unit to your latitude and longitude because it didn't know where you were oh, up until man, that point. Knowing that, guy, you arrive at a map showing where caches are in your area. Oh, nice. You drive often on bike paths or over gravel to a location. Over gravel. I'm, I'm editing a little bit. <laughs> you drive to a location near your intended find. <laughs> then hit the trails looking for your treasure. Yes. Clues come with the location online. Yes. So in a simple cache find, you might be looking for bright daisies to decorate this cache, <laughs> secreted in sticks. Once you find your cache, you note it in a logbook inside the container, and then you put the geocache back exactly where you found exactly. it. Exactly. Unless you're bat, and you put it somewhere <laughs> much more difficult for someone else to find. Make it bat-worthy. That's right. Olaf based Garmin Industries has created its own geocaching site. Oh, yeah? Opencaching.com. Oh, that's a big one. Well, I and hear, Garmin I hear, runs I contests. Hear, I hear that's a big site. It is. It is. It's, it's got a lot of girth. <laughs> And Garmin runs contests on it with prizes like $400 GPS units. Really? So they were talking about 25 to 100 and now all of a sudden it's $400 units. <laughs> a Garmin sad. official can attest to the exercise component of geocaching. Mm -hmm. uh, he apparently has not been to West Bend and looked around at all. <laughs> sorry, everyone. I take my nephews and nieces. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I take my nephews and nieces on geocaching treasure hunts. And uh, before we know it, we've, uh, we've hiked two and a half miles, right. said Garmin spokesman Maddie Estrada. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was supposed to be a woman. I, I take my nephews and nieces on geocaching. That sounds like Sid. I know. It's, it's a female it's voice. Pure, you sound like Sid. Dude, who cares? <laughs> Overland Park's Aboretum has a how-to program that attracts grandparents parents and children and traps them and keeps them in an underground hold without food or water. Uh-huh. You did not hear it. I didn't that. hear it at all. No. I'm really not I, I know. I, I gave know. up. I knew you weren't listening because <laughs> I basically said that Overland Park's Haberitum is a haven for serial killers. <laughs> Holding parents, grandparents, and children. I totally was like, uh huh. <laughs> <I know. laughs> All right. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, it gets people. Sorry, uh, I, got, I got a text and I totally <laughs> zoned out. It gets people out on the trails and uh, then, then we uh, <laughs> kill them. Said, Char- said Charlie Loftus, a volunteer. What, who's you mean a- I actually have to listen to these stories? Said Charlie Loftus, a volunteer who's in charge of the Aboriginal <laughs> geocaching and serial killer program. <laughs> Uh, we uh, yeah we have 300 acres uh, with eight different ecosystems and a geocache near each ecosystem. Uh, <laughs> what? Are you still making shit up or no, is this real? real? It's real. What the uh, hell is going on with this? Uh, Shawnee Mission Park has. Uh, about what does this have to st- do with the title? Go back to the title. <laughs> oh, they're trying <laughs> to regulate geocaching. What the fuck? Shawnee does Mission have to do with the Park title? has about 70 sites and there are hundreds. You're talking about serial killers, for Christ's sake. Running <laughs> alongside Interstate 435, plus hundreds in other parks all over the metro area. What the hell this is going on? This is a worldwide here? hobby and an estimated 2 million geocaches are secreted. All over the globe. Wait, secreted? Yes. Secreted? No, secreted. (laughs) They could be secreted as well. (laughs) What the hell is going on with this story? You know, uh, Rick Jackson's just like Spider-Man. Instead of spider webs, he secretes geocaches. (laughs) (laughs) Some cache treasures are unique to the person who leaves them for the next cacher to find. (laughs) Right. Venonator, for example, leaves... Who? Venonator. Venonator? If you are listening to the story, he's been in and out of this story. (laughs) For example, leaves uncommon coins. Rick Jackson leaves (laughs) homebrew. Sometimes the contest includes burying burying memorable treasures. I want to make sure. Burying. B-U-R-Y. That's right. I told you there's a serial killer aspect to the story. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I left a map, uh, a real paper map once. With directions on how to get to the next geocache. Uh-huh. Another time, I left a a real working Flash Gordon type ray gun. Oh, nice! That someone Wait, used. Wait, real working like it was a ray gun? <laughs> That's right. And someone <laughs> used it to vaporize another geocacher. <laughs> what the hell was a real working no, ray gun? Another time, I left a Flash Gordon type ray gun, and you had to have a special tool <laughs> to get inside. To find out how to get the next cash, said Venonator. The whole fucking place just looked at you when you did that. The whole place stopped and looked. Uh, now for the more amazing places you can find geocaches. Venonator made a cache on an island in the Kansas River, for example. Uh-huh. And uh, there's one I created where you have to use a stick to push did you the... Say, did you say crater? A cache on an island in oh, Kansas okay. River. Okay. And and there's another one I created where you have to use a stick to push the cache out of the top of a tree. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said. I think you're scaring children with that. Bell. With some, you have to do some climbing. <laughs> and some of some of mine require that you use an ultraviolet light, which you can get from our good friends at gsproxy.com, <laughs> uh, to read directions. <laughs> Beverly's right over there. I know. Way. We so, gotta go say hi to Beverly. So, some of them play. You gotta get some more uh, prizes. <laughs> some of them play music. He added. Right. Uh, Lenexa's geocaching creator Judy Doty. Judy Doty mm-hmm. has won awards for the program she fashioned. And I'm gonna go back to my French voice now. And Lenexa resident Rich Holland created a historical geocaching tour of the city where geocachers can travel to the grave sites of some of Lenexa's founders oh, nice. and read about the city's history. Kansas itself has thousands of geocaches, but one of its caches has the distinction no other one in the world has. Oh, yeah, what's that? 
Uh, yeah, out in western Kansas is the world's oldest continuously functioning geocache. Oh, yeah? People come from around the world to around see it, the said world. It's in a tiny little town called Mingo. <laughs> Mingo? <coughs> wow. Yes. Now, Scott, I know you've been wondering, what have people been saying about this article? <laughs> you love <coughs> the comments. Brian's Nat says... Brian's Nat? Brian's Nat. Okay. This may be... This may well be the most poorly researched article on geocaching I've ever encountered. Sorry. And that's saying a lot. <laughs> S. Nafu says, rumor has it Obama is geocaching somewhere around the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? And Laughing Grizzly follows up with, along with Mitt Romney's birth certificate. <laughs> oh, God. Liberty in KC says, oh, no, there's an unregulated activity going on in our area. Quick, call the Department of Homeland Security. Police are outnumbered. Get one of those Bearcat tanks. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, cousin of KU Jayhawk, right. said preppers have been caching for years, so don't be surprised if one of the hobbyists turns up a 50 cal, 50 cal ammo can. How, how many of those you going to read? That's full of ammo or guns or or MREs. How many of those you got? Finders read? keepers. You got pages, pages of those. Amber Evans says, "I started geocaching in July and discovered tons of parks and little lakes I never knew existed." Right, can we talk about the? If you like, can hiking, we talk about the abortion walking? truck that's in the parking lot? I know. <laughs> I know. It's making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 dead fetus looks like a chicken on the side of that truck. I know. If we so can, we're going to get a picture of it <laughs> so we can put it on our Facebook page. That's right. But it literally looks like a chicken. It does. It's making me hungry. There I is know. a dead fetus on the truck. I know it. In the parking lot. While, you know, hey, we all hate abortion. But we got to put it in our face when we're trying to enjoy, you know, a West Bend man. I know it. I know. All right. Any other Uh-oh. news? Well, do I have any I, news? No, I don't have any. I, that's all the news that's all, I That's have. all the news you had? Yeah. All right, that's all I got. We're not doing a hey. content. I keep hitting the Texas Roadhouse. Are those peanuts? All right. I got. Can, uh, I, have, can I have a couple? Oh, one that's got thrown no. at us. Tell me one more. One more this way. Over here. Over here. Oh, over, here. over here. Over here. Over here. Bam. There, there we go. Sir. Thank you very much. I got a peanut. Ah. Oh, I got another one thrown at me. He's a monkey. Keep throwing them at him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wally. Um, Thank you very much for the uh, for the peanuts. All right. We uh, we don't have a contest this week, right? No, we don't. All right, then. We're going to take a we're break. We're West Bend. We don't, we don't contest at uh, West We're going to take a break, then. We're going to take a break, guys. We're going to be right back. All right, we're back at this milestones. Milestones. Time. You know, this is this is like my favorite part of the show where we get to celebrate geocaching achievements of our listeners and potentially make fun of them at exactly the same time. Am I, I'm eating peanuts. <clears throat> you can eat peanuts because I'm going to be eating peanuts as well. We got plenty of peanuts from Texas Roadhouse, a new unofficial sponsor of the Chicago Geocacher podcast. Sorry. Go ahead. Hey, did you ask Daryl if he wanted any peanuts? Daryl, you want peanut? Coming at you. <laughs> uh, right. You know, once they let them out of the cage, you can't catch the peanuts anymore. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. We're going to kick it off with Scott Burks. Hey, that's me. Hey, 8,700 8, finds. Hey, 8,700 finds. I can't get out of the 8,000s to save my Scott life. Scott Burks, like, 300 away me from 9,000. to get to 9,000. I know it. I know it's, it's horrible. It's redonkulous. Dare I say redonkulous? Yes, next up. Yes. Shorty Knits, yes. Shorty Knits, 1,900 vines, a mere 100 away from applause for Shorty Knits. I think she got it today, too. 15 Ridiculous. shows 15 in a row. 15 shows in a row. One away from tying. She's going to get it, too. Two she away. She's going to do it. Two away from taking the crown, taking snatching the crown it. From a <laughs> snatching it from Spider-16. 
You said snatch. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> All right. In front of a 12-year-old, he I, said snatch. I, it would have it would have slid right by. But <laughs> Dude, there's children standing right here. But you, of course, are you 12? continue. Continue <laughs> to call it out. I was like, are you 12? Damn, she is 12. <laughs> Where's Delta Row when you need him? Oh. Next up. This one is a special oh, one. <laughs> That's what she said, by the way. A kite flyer. <laughs> I can't wait till she's down in my domain. <laughs> Where is a kite flyer? Where, where is Pam? She's not here. Is Pam here? Is she in Westland? Six thousand six hundred and sixty-six geocaches. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, unnamed. Oh, all right. That's not too bad. Unnamed. All right, go ahead. Unnamed, the cashier who will not be named. No, he will not be named. 9,800. Don't name him. 9,900. A mere 100 away from applause. A mere 100 away. From how many? 1,000. Or 10,000. 10,000. Excuse me. Five. MGB, 3,800 fines. 3,800 fines for MGB, a mere 200 away from applause. Wow. Oh, wait, hold on. Porky's daughter. Porky's daughter. Come here. Porky's daughter. What's your name again? Kayla. What? Kapunk. Kapunk. Okay. Your name Come is Kapunk? No, that's my geocaching name. Come here. Oh. Getting close. Getting close to the microphone. Read that milestone. Okay. Okay, get in really which close to the microphone. Just, just that one. Just your dad. Okay, but what's the first You can number? just say, yeah, you can say. Say his name and say the number. Okay. Go ahead. Get right in there and say it. Forky zero zero head. Really close, really close. Get it all wait, the way wait. up to the mic. You have a peanut. Come on. Chew, chew the nuts in your mouth. <laughs> oh See, boy. I got nothing. Even to a twelve-year-old, they'll do it. <laughs> Borky's so gonna kill me. Yes, he's very rude. He's very very rude. And I have to work with him every two weeks. Yeah, that sucks. I know it does. <laughs> All right, getting really close. Borky <laughs> zero zero. Really loud. Come on. That's loud enough. I just got it. I can hear. Pretend, just pretend like, you know, you're talking to one of your friends. Don't, you know. <laughs> He's so cute. Those boys of One Direction are adorable. I love Harry Styles. <laughs> no. Well, which, who do you like best? None of them. None of them? None of them. Okay, so what, what band do you like? None. Wait, have her, father do, her father doesn't let her listen to music. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. What, what books do you read at night in under candlelight? <laughs> under the covers with a flashlight. I don't do that. All right. All right. Well, come on. Get in Get in here and read your dance. They don't do much in Lisbon, Iowa, do they? What do they do in Lisbon, Iowa? For fun. What do you do in Lisbon, Iowa yeah, for what, fun? What do you Just do in Lisbon, curiosity. Iowa for fun? Don't you have like two stoplights? That's it? No. How many stoplights you got? Eight. One. Oh, only one. Oh, I thought one. there was eight. No, two. Two. There is two. So you were right. You were right, Scott. Ah, see. I know. Right. I, know I know my Lisbon trivia. You can't put That's that. That's right. Wait. Wait. Uh, yep. Bor- okay. <laughs> Borky, we apologize in advance. Trying to, trying to keep uh, trying to keep the dead air going. Come on. <laughs> yep. Tired of reading. Good. Come read, on. Get read the mouse though. Get in there and read it. You're done. You're done chewing on the nuts. Read the mouse. All right. Live from Lisbon, Iowa. Forky zero zero twenty three hundred fines. Twenty three hundred, a mere seven hundred away from applause. There you go. <coughs> thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Sorry, Borky. Right. Yep, you're in trouble now, Scott. I know. I apologize. 
Go ahead. Sal 69. Yeah. Sal 69. 30,000 Holy caches. Holy 30,000. And here at West Bend, he's going to have 33 by the end of the day. <laughs> wow. 33,000 fines. All right. Sal Jesus. 69. JJ 77. A lot of numbers here. We, we went from Borky double zero to Sal 69. Now we're JJ 77. Right. 1,600 fines. They don't clap for that one. 16,000, I mean. 16,000 oh, yeah, fines. Oh, that wouldn't be clap for. Right. Sorry, 16,000 fines for you JJ. Can't clap, you can't 77. clap with the puppet on your hand there. Yes, right? I can. That's his belly right there. You can hear it. All right. And now another number. Wheels, double zero. 9,000 oh. fines. 9,000. Woo. Woo. 9,000 for wheels, double zero. AK, AKK Geohound, 1,000 oh. fines. 1,000 for AKK Geohound. Klee K. Casher, 1,000 fines. Oh, 1,000 for Klee K. Casher. Just tooling around. 1,000 fines. Oh, 1,000 for just tooling around. Woo! Scott, you want to read the next one here? I have to read the next one? Yeah. Uh, Delta Row. 1,000 1, fines. 1,000 fines for Delta Row. Woo! Next up. Darth Leviosa, 2,000 fines. Oh, right. 2,000 fines. Next up, you want to read the one right after Darth Leviosa? Uh, hold on, I gotta find it. Krista and Geoff. Jeff. 5,000 fines. 5,000 fines, 5, fines for Krista and Jeff. Woo! <clears throat> and Razor 1965, we saw him. He was here. He was here, I saw I don't him. Where, I don't know where he went, but he was here. He was looking old, decrepit with a cane. That's right, and his wife looking young. <laughs> and Veril. Mm hmm. That's Razor 1965, 6,500 oh, fines, 6,500 right. fines. No clapping for that. Stop clapping. I'm not no. clapping. <laughs> You're not somebody in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> next up, we have, to bring in, for that. we have to bring in a special a special announcer for this next one. Uh -huh. <coughs> I'm going to clear my throat. Here we go. In fact. Oh, separate club there. I'm on my third supper club, dude. I'm so I'm glad. I'm on my third supper I'm club I'm so glad as well. I didn't drive. You drove. <laughs> I know. I'm so but glad I, I, didn't I had drive. something to eat earlier this morning, so. <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to do the next the next one by special request. Okay. So here we go. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be really rough on my voice. So uh -huh. um just just give me a second. I gotta clear my throat here. <laughs> really, really. Yes. Here Puppet. we go. All right. Here we go. Everybody's looking at the fucking puppet. Really? Guys? You're all there looking at the puppet. You're all looking at the damn puppet. <laughs> no, I'm good. Good lord. Good lord. Here we go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Are you trying to do the devil as the puppet? I'm trying. It's hard. It's hard to do. No, Scott, because I have a very, very hard voice, very hard <laughs> to get my voice low. So I'm going to try again because this is very important for Linda, and that's just the way it is. Uh -huh. All right. 6,666 fines. You're going to give yourself a stroke. <laughs> for all blood air. <laughs> Thank you, Linda, for that. I appreciate that. Thank you for making me sit through that in my cans. So what time should you guys get up this time? Next up. Oh, look who it is. Whoa. Hey, hi, it's Carrie's here. It's KM Hiker, <laughs> a.k.a. Love to Laugh. Love to Laugh. What time should you guys get up this time? We no, made it. We were good. We got, we got it. We got here at 9.30. We're on time, yeah. 
Look at you with your bling on. What's that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's cash. It's his cash blash, cash bash bling. <laughs> I always want to make Cam Hiker. I heard a lot about you and, and your dogs. Good to see you, Car. Continue, Walt. All right, uh, we have uh, where do we leave off. Uh, T Maggot. That'd be Thurston Maggot officially. Yes. Uh, from the Bayou, Louisiana. Louisiana. Yes. T Maggot has thirteen hundred finds. Uh -huh. That's, those are those are those are solid Thusa numbers. <laughs> and next up is his little maggots. Nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. So they are, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Othium, 700 fines. And Liam Ryan, mm -hmm. 700 fines for T Maggot and his little maggots. Uh -huh. Next up. Tom Eagle 55, Sans Mary, 7,600 fines. 7,600 for the team of Tom Eagle 55 and Mary occasionally. Next up, Rick Jackson. Hey, hey, That's Rick right, Jackson. Shoeless Rick Jackson. Staten Rick Jackson. Uh, Michael Rick Jackson. Bo Rick Jackson. Rick Jackson, Hawaii, Wyoming. <laughs> Rick Jackson has 3,600 fines. 3,600 for Rick. There, and he's standing right over there. That's right. He could have read, right. read his own milestone. That's right. right but you know what? F close. him. That's right. We like to have fun with Rick Jackson. <laughs> <coughs> Koei Ten. Koei Ten, who I saw earlier. He was somewhere. here. Yeah. Koei Ten. 1,800 fines. Oh. And the new. Officially crowned King of the Lamp Skirts. Who's that? Mikey. <laughs> 700 fines. 700 fines for Mike E. Uh -huh. And Jeannie, who apparently has been doing some cash cheating. That's significant cash cheating. If I were, 800 if I fines. Oh, that's like 100, 800 that's 100 fines. different right there. That's right. That's 100 That's difference. significant that's cash right. cheating right there. Mike's, while Mike's busy putting out caches. Mm-hmm. Jeannie's she's finding them. <laughs> she's busy finding she's them. She's like, if he's not going to be home, I'm going out and catching That's right. Razor's wife has 4,800 fines. Oh Still a far goodness. cry from Razor 1965's far cry. 6,500 fines. Not even fines. close. No. B Mars 7391. B Mars 7391. Uh, Bor Borky's daughter's on the phone. I think she's telling her dad on me. <laughs> Daddy, he's picking on me. 3,900 fines. He's picking on me. 3,900 fines. He said I have nuts in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. B Mars 7391. 3,900 fines. Uh -huh. DJ Horhouse. I mean, where? W House. Sorry. DJ Horhouse. <laughs> I almost did. I almost did. DJ W House. <laughs> 1,500 <laughs> fines. 1,500 <laughs> fines for DJ W House. Uh -huh. Team Darkside. 8,100 fines. 8,100 for Team Darkside. G-Man San. G-Man San. You know G-Man San. I do. I met him. He, uh, he chauffeured us around New York when we went there. 1,300 fines and 1,400 fines for G-Man San. Psycho VW. 6,600 fines. 6,600 fines Psycho today. for Psycho VW. Hailmeister, 3,500 fines. 3,500 fines for the Meister of Hail. The Meister of Hail. And also at 3,500 fines, Walt Gregg at 3,500 hey, She I found 100 caches. I almost wow. I just made it. Good job, Walt. And that's Thank it. You. That's it for our milestones for this episode. Again, if you'd like to have your milestone read in the podcast and be potentially made fun of, please send it to podcast. Wait, wait, hold it. Hold hey, it. Wally. Yeah. Wally. Yes. I'm in Wickman. 
Hey, yeah, it's your 50th birthday. I'm in West Bend. I know, celebrating your 50th birthday. I'm cashing right now. Oh, hold on. Wait, hold on. Don't. Uh, we uh, actually did have uh, one other one that uh, I forgot yeah, to read. Me wait? Yes, just hold on. Hold on one second. And what? one more. I have one more. You know who I am? I do. You're the former president of Donald. <laughs> respect. Well, That's right. Respect. You're, you're president emeritus. Respect. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> but hold on one second. I have to read one more. <sighs> Dingo a go go. <laughs> Why are you doing that voice? Dingo Agogo has 666 caches. 666 for Dingo Agogo. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm back. Don't ignore me! I'm trying not to. It's hard. It's hard to ignore you, though. There's a power trail here. There is. Is that where you are right now? Yes! All right, you calling in from the power trail? Yes! Yeah. Who's driving? I don't know. Uh, wheels. Wheels. Well, it makes sense that wheels would be driving. How many caches have I gotten? Uh, today? No. Oh, overall? overall? <laughs> okay. Sorry. That would be 6,900 fines. Hey, 69! That's right. 6,900 fines for Dina Works. Thank you, Wally. You're welcome. Go back to your power trail now. Thank you. All right, that's, again, it's for Milestones. Again, if you'd like to have your milestone run the podcast and potentially be made fun of, please send it to podcast at chicagogeocaster.com. Do not post it on Facebook. No. Do not send it to Scott five minutes before the show via no. text message. Please, instead, send it to podcast at chicagogeocaster.com. And now, a word from our sponsor. Rick Jackson here with news about the ultimate kickoff event for our new Courage season. The Big Yellow Bus Tour is ready to take you north to the home of beer, cheese, and brats, that friendly land of Wisconsin. This one-day-only event will be held on Saturday, October 19th, and begins with an early breakfast event near Woodfield Mall. Then at 7 a.m., we pile into our chauffeured Big Yellow Limousine for a rockin' ride to beautiful Devil's Lake State Park for some wonderful caching and a picnic lunch event. Mid-afternoon, we pile back in the bus and head south for a flash mob gathering on the historic Merrimack Ferry, crossing the expanse of the Wisconsin River, where a much-favored multi beckons discovery. By early evening, we stop in Madison for some urban caching and a dinner event. Then it's back on the bus for a ride home to Schaumburg for a 10 p.m. nightcap event. Meals are a la carte for breakfast and dinner. And be sure to pack a sack lunch. Snacks, soft drink, Beer and wine are allowed on the bus. The cost is $25 per person for the transportation. Don't hesitate. Space is limited. Contact Rick Jackson at Juno.com. That's R-I-K-J-A-X-O-N at Juno, J-U-N-O, dot com to reserve your seats today. Courage Productions reserves the right to cancel this event if the bus is not filled. Drinks on the bus are limited to cans and plastic bottles, no glass or kegs. All coolers must fit on the seat. Lewd or noxious behavior is prohibited without the express written consents of the Courage agencies. No photographs are allowed unless Amanda's thumbs up show approval. Come join us for this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We're with Beverly from GXProxy.com, one of our sponsors. We had, I have to say, first off, Beverly, that we were so excited when you gave us like the 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 big gift basket last year to give away to our listeners this year. We've pretty much given everything away, and it's 
those, those have been probably our most popular contests for um, our podcast when we have something from, from your store to give away. I mean, what we have? We had the, um, the ultraviolet light with the pens. We had, um, we had, the, um, we had the nice water bottle. The yep. um, the uh, what was it? I'm trying to remember. It was the uh, was it the turtle water bottle? I think it was the or the lily. I can't oh remember. my gosh, we've got about uh, twelve different designs now. Wow, on the water bottles. Some of them are trackable. Yeah. Oh, cool. We now added the koozie. Oh, so sweet. Yeah, people wanted a koozie because they stay being stainless. Mm-hmm. They keep the really cold, but at the same time, we need to make sure. Oh, we need to make sure that we've got the. Uh, cold in there for as long yeah. if they purchase one they bring it to any event yeah and we keep on refilling it with free ice water oh sweet so they oh, always a, need to make sure they bring it yeah. back with them to an event all right and we've started making minted geocoins we're going to give you some of oh, those wow nice yep. we'll give you some of those to give away to your how listeners long, how, how long have you been doing the geocoins now um about three months now oh nice they're all chris mackey designs oh sweet yeah oh that's really cool yeah. So I mean, your business has really taken off in the in the. How many years now have you been? How, three. Three years. I can't believe it. We're now wow. in our third year. The the. What's really really nice is that most of the attendees to events now expect yeah. a proxy coin with their event coin. Oh my gosh. We're three years ago when we first introduced them at Woodstock and Midwest Geobash, people didn't know what they were, but now you've got that stunt double to go out and travel mm-hmm. while you keep the original in your hand. That's really the way to do it. I mean. I know there's so many people who have has spent like a fortune on a coin only to see it turn up missing. I mean, they go missing in the first one. We yeah. just had one of uh, Fox and the Hounds show up after four and a half years. It was yep. in the bottom of a toy box. They were getting ready to do a garage sale. Now, if now if a proxy coin goes missing, can you get another proxy coin? Absolutely. All right. Then. Anything that we make can mm-hmm. be replaced over and over and over and over. That is that is a great feature. That, that's really cool. That's why we came out of retirement. Yeah. Nice. Multi-marks. No yeah. more having to maintenance a wet piece of paper on a multi-stage cache. Oh, wow. You've now got the aluminum tags. You can put the permanent marker or dremel it, number punch it, yeah. and they're done. That is really, that's really cool. So you got some, you got some products that are really, that, that you've developed yourself. We've developed them. We've developed the uh, Mighty Mega Cache. Because oh, that, that, that giant, yeah, the that, giant that mega, kind of, yeah, the giant like, bison. It's like, it's like a big bison. It'll hold eighteen geocoins. Wow. Yeah, we we've, we've parked a car on it, SUV. We've shot it. It wow. took a two forty three to finally put a hole in it, and you uh, gotta send it to does it blend guy to see if it blends. Oh, let me tell you, it's it's like we're now doing a brown camo and a gray camo. We're waiting wow. for those to come in any day. So, yeah. So, you're not resting on your laurels. You're coming up with new products all the time. We listen to the cashers. We started with four items three years ago. Yeah. And now we've expanded and expanded, and we're now a 20-foot booth at the events. Oh, that is really cool, because one of the things I really, I do like the, the UV light. It's one of my favorites, and that torch light is the, really nice. Uh, Groundspeak's now going to start selling the torch light as well. They're going to oh, be wow. testing it out. We're doing the stencils. They're still very, very the popular. Oh, Scott oh, Scott wanted the stencil oh, himself. I yeah. said, no, we're giving that away. He was like, no, we can't give this away. I said, no, no, we're good. He did. Yeah, he yeah well, I'll make sure you get an extra <laughs> one for yourself. The thing was, when we went and looked, we found that most of the stencils only had three sizes, mm-hmm. and they were $10. Yeah. I'm like, come on, you've got the space on an eight and a half right. by 11 to put five. Yeah. So it takes an hour to make each one. Well, an hour and 20 minutes to make four. Okay. On the laser. Good 
Wow, that's that it is. It's really nice. I mean, I mean, it's was, time consuming, but it's for the cashers that we want quality and we yeah, want affordability. That's, that's a, that was our yeah. winner. That was our winner of the. Uh, yep, yep. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, we we really our goal is to have quality products for the cashers so that they can afford it. You know, we want affordable quality, and we stand behind our products. We've replaced yeah. uh, buttons on a torch. Oh wow. Um, if there's a product, O-ring, anything, we'll replace it, we'll fix it, we take care of it. I, I'm sure that's going to be pretty rare, though, because I know from Mike, because I bought a torch light from you, uh, I don't know, two years ago, I think, or maybe maybe a year ago, maybe Probably. last year, maybe last year, but I know that thing, I've, I've you know, taken it pretty much everywhere, and that's, that is a great product. I really, I really like the torch light. It's equal to the $100 Stinger and Surefire, yeah. except yeah. that it runs on three AAAs, so if you're out yeah. in the field and it goes dead... Yeah, you just pop in you triple ice. I know that, and that's 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 the beautiful part about it. 180 so, lumens. Yeah, I know that thing. That thing is bright. I, I put a cache into a in a storm tunnel, and that helped me out when I was uh, walking through that storm tunnel. Well, I couldn't I tell you a lumen from a lemon when I first started no. selling them, but I've kind of gotten educated. But we've got people going out and doing night caches during mm-hmm. the day. Oh wow! With the torch. Yeah, I mean that that thing is bright. So I mean, if if you're looking for a good light, a good a, a good and inexpensive light, because I think they're only fifteen dollars. They're fifteen dollars. Right? I haven't raised the price on them. Yeah, that is that is a great price and it's a great product. The other new thing is the uh, trackables for the cars. We're calling them tracks. Oh, yeah. oh wow! You every what? everything we make, you get a unique icon. Okay. And with the tracks, it's not out of a vinyl, so it doesn't curl on the edges if it gets hot or okay. anything. It's out of an acrylic. Okay. They're $10 to $15. The $15 mm-hmm. one is a 4 by 24 inch. Wow. Yeah. That's, it's big. That's, that is big. I get discovered wow. going down the highway. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Oh, I saw you on I-20, you know. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. That is cool. Now, do you have any other products that uh, you might want to tell oh, our listeners about? Uh, let's see. We've just added the minted coins. Okay. We're doing the European Folklore of the Forest series. Okay. They all come with the proxies. We did one for Alaska, my home state, and it's got some glow-in-the-dark on there. Oh. Uh, you know, Chris, he likes to add a little, you know, hidden something in each of his coins. Okay. And we're rolling with those. We've got the acrylics now. Oh. And uh, we've done the moose, the bear, the uh, wolf is extremely popular. Oh, cool. Yeah. They told me we couldn't do it. Yeah. With the laser engravers that I've got, and I'm like, well... I'm doing it. You know, yeah. nobody told me I couldn't do right. it. So we're going to figure out how to do oh, it. Oh, wow. But if there's something, the main thing that we're we're now making sure people know about is that they can have their own custom trackable with their own image for under $5. Wow. Yep. <clears throat> so wait, so explain that to me a little bit more. So, I mean, they can, they can create a trackable. Yes. So what does it, what does it, what does it look like? I mean, obviously it can have any image on it, but I mean like physically. Okay. Physically, um, it's the size of a quarter. Okay. With a hole, so it can be hung on a lanyard or on a keychain okay. or anything like that. We've got a super deal that we've been running, which is 150 of these signature items okay. for $99. Oh, wow. That's a good price. It's a great price. Wow. We're giving you two free trackables mm-hmm. with the same image. Well, people being smart, mm-hmm. they figured out that if they do that, they avoid my $25 setup fee. Because now I've got their art. Oh, okay. And then they say, okay, well, I want another five or ten, mm-hmm. or I want another twenty. And you either get them the size of the quarter, or we use the same blanks that we do for our proxies, and we turn them into an 1.75 inch by three millimeters thick 
actual coin. Oh, wow. What's nice is, yes, we don't have the multicolors of a geocoin, but we have finer detail because it's a black and white, grayscale. We can mm -hmm. do the image of a face. The one that we did for Buster Keaton, we're now getting orders for proxies for the proxy. Wow. People don't want to give up the proxy because it matches and looks so good with the coin. So we make them another one. Oh, wow. But yeah, they can get those. We do milestones now. Oh. Um, and it's not just for how many cash finds. It's how many hides, a special birthday. Uh, we've got an ammo can or we've got the little uh, computer yep. characters holding up the sign. And those start at about $9, but there's no setup fee. Okay. That's, so, great. that's, that's really good. Yeah. A lot of promotional stuff for clubs. So now if people wanted to find out more about this, where would they go? GXProxy.com. Okay. And the main thing is, is go into the marketplace. Okay. The homepage tells about us, shows a lot of the tests that we put our products mm -hmm. through. Go into the marketplace, look around. If they can't find it, can't understand something, call me. I'm okay. available seven days a week. My phone and my address are on the website. All right. I'm not afraid to take wow. phone calls. I even do phone a friends every now and then. Wow, that's really cool. So you guys are really full service. We really are. We oh, really are. Right now, uh, right now, we're just asking that people understand we're on the road two weeks at a mm -hmm. time doing back-to-back -back weekend sure. events. Now, do you travel all over the country? Oh, yeah. We're doing 22 major events. We've made three trips to the Northeast. We've gone to Canada. We are now... And, and you got back out of Canada. I got back out of Canada. <laughs> All right. That was an experience in itself, trying to take a trailer mm -hmm. full of swag that you're not yeah. going to leave everything. Yeah. So COG was a great event. We really cool. enjoyed our Canadian friends. We are leaving here. We're going to Seattle for the block party. Wow. After that, we'll be back to Texas, hit the machines again. Then we go to Coin Fest. We go to Hatfield and McCoy's. We're doing the uh, event in Georgia. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So it's like on our pretty homepage. much any, any major event, if you want GX Proxy product, you can find it. They can find it, and they can also invite us to anything yeah. that we can travel to All and right. do a meet and greet along the way. That is fantastic. We love small events. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's really a lot nice. of fun. It's a lot of fun. And we do donate. Uh, we donated almost $60,000 for the products last year to all the events. Yeah. Well, I know we got a little piece of that as well. So I didn't realize it was that much until the accountant said, uh, do you know how much you actually spent? <laughs> and I said, you know, we want the cashers to know about us. Mm -hmm. And I'm a firm believer in getting the product into the hands. If it's something good, they're going to tell other people. Yeah, absolutely. And that's um, certainly that's one of the, like I said earlier at the, at the beginning was whenever we have a contest that has your products in it, that's when we get the most people uh, entering the contest. Well, so. we'll make sure we keep you guys stocked. All right, that's thanks not a problem. Much, we'll get you all set up. All right. Well, thanks very much. Thanks for coming on. And you know, again, if you want to learn more about GX Proxy, go out to gxproxy.com, and again, go into the marketplace to find out more about uh, the products that they have. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, Beverly. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, Beverly. You are more than welcome. I'll go get you guys some goodies and get you set up again. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. How many contests do you guys normally try and run? Every every show. Every so we go every, every week? two weeks. Every two weeks. Yeah. Every two weeks. Every two weeks. Okay. So yeah, I'll get you some of the new coins. Okay. Awesome. And uh, actually, the limited edition of the Torquus Cernonis is only available if they get the four coin set or buy it with mm -hmm. one.
Chris's books. Mm -hmm. I'll get you a couple of those. Oh, oh sweet. Thank, well, thank you, you, you very much. much. I really appreciate it. Value on that Ooh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's thank awesome. You, we'll, get you, we'll get you a whole bag of swag. Uh, and we've got t-shirts now. Oh, nice. Do you need a bag? Oh, I got some. All right. <laughs> I got them over there. Thank you, Beverly. Enjoy your beer. Thank you so much. Thank you. Beverly right. GX Proxy, always a nice lady. Always. While we're Indeed. still on. Yep. <laughs> Have my cans off. <laughs> Always nice. Yes, very, yeah. very gracious on giving mm -hmm. us, uh, yeah, indeed. giving us prizes. So yeah, if you're looking for geocaching, uh, utility supplies, coins, check out gxproxy.com. Yes. All right, Wally. So we are going into the, uh, the where are we? We're going into the question the of the show. show. Question, question of the show. show time. You ready, Wally? Yes. Walt, uh, as per usual, guys. <laughs> Walt has no idea what's on this, do you, Wally? No, nor does Sid. Nor does. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, here we go. Hey, Scott and Walt. Hey, what's I'm up in here too, you know. It's from Koei Ten, by the way. Oh, he was here. I saw him earlier. Yes. I hear some cashers talking about reserving or getting a location approved before submitting a cash for publication. Yes. How does one go about doing this? And if this is true, do you know how much time it would you would have before you need to publish the cash? Uh, sure, I can. Uh, well, uh, Walt, do you want to answer that or should I? Walt said, "Why don't you go ahead?" Oh, I, Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, I've submitted a couple of caches just like this, Kerry, and the way I did it was, you just send an email to your reviewer. When right. you know, uh, what I would do is I would. Uh, well, actually, no. Here's another way. Don't even send the email. What you do <laughs> is you set up your cache. Your cash page like you normally would, uh -huh. and then you set it for publication. <laughs> don't even put the cash there. No, don't, don't. You don't even. You you certainly do want to go and scout out your locations first because you need all the coordinates, you know. Right. But so you create your cash page like you normally would, uh -huh. and then you set it for publication. But before you set it for publication, you put a note into the reviewer saying uh -huh. this cash is not for publication. Right. And then you put in your little note saying this is a coordinates check. I want to see right. if. All my coordinates are okay, and I'd like to hold it. Well, all you really have to do is just, uh, e you could email, before you even do that, you could no, just email. No, 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 they'd want you to set up the cache page. Oh, I they see. They do, because they use that program, that special secret program of theirs, to make sure that your cache does not conflict with any other existing oh. or other caches that might not be published yet that are doing oh. the same thing that you're trying to do. I see. And then what they do is they then send back and they tell you whether or not it's approved or not. Mm -hmm. And then you have two weeks. That's two weeks. it. Two weeks. Two weeks. This you side. better get your cash in gear and ready to go in two weeks. Otherwise, someone might be able to steal your spot. There you go. So that's how you do it. It's very easy. Very easy. And most reviewers are pretty amenable to it unless, you know, there's some power trail that they have to go through 150 right. or 200 caches, and then they get a little, a little, a little, a little angry, a little agitated. <laughs> so you don't want to agitate your reviewers. That's important. You want to be friends, friend, well, maybe not friends, but you want to be at least friendly and on good speaking terms with your reviewers, and that's how it works. Okay, thank you, Sid. You're welcome, Scholar. All welcome. right, guys, there I you appreciate go, the airtime. There's the uh, question of the show, guys, and that's the show, episode uh, 86, live from yeah. West Bend. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, guys. Sweet. So we'll be uh, we'll be back in a little less than a fortnight. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go get some cash. Go get some lunch. Go get some cash. Uh, what do you say? Right. Go hit that power trial. Yeah, maybe. I think we might have to get uh, Beverly a sandwich from Subway. Since <laughs> we have to get her a sandwich from well, Subway. Well, I told her she could have a beer, but she wanted to get a sandwich. I said, oh, I'll go get you a sandwich. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I have to go get her a sandwich. <laughs> Jeez. Is there even a Subway around here? I don't know. There's gotta be. It's West Bend. <laughs> 
All right, guys, we'll be back uh, a little less than a fortnight. Somewhere. Somewhere we'll, around there. We'll be back again. Yes. All right, guys, happy catching, Molly. Happy catching, Scott. All right, guys, live from West Bend. Happy catching, Scott. Thank you, Sid. Happy catching to you. Live from West Bend, guys. Uh, that's about it. We'll talk to you soon. Be good. Be safe. Hug your loved ones. Hot dogs. Uh, so this is uh, the afterbirth, and uh, guess what? What? Why? <laughs> There's no afterbirth. We're no in West Bend. We want to go caching. We don't want to sit here for another <laughs> half an hour talking about nonsense. So, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, next episode, we'll have a contest. Uh, winner will be back. We'll have a new contest. Um, and we'll actually maybe talk about something in this little uh, uh, space of time after the show's over. Right. But for now, we're going caching. All right, guys. So be good. We're out of here. Bye.